0: The Team X Podcast, brought to you by Eat Drink Roll. You can catch new episodes live every Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern at www.twitch.tv slash eatdrinkroll. Subscribe today and help support small streamers. Thanks. Hey everybody! How's everybody doing today? It is Sunday. It is a little bit after four o'clock. It's summer. I think we should play some this Dungeons true. and Dragons.
1: I think that if we don't play Dungeons and Dragons, I'm going to regret the time that I just spent waiting to play Dungeons. And Dragons. <laughs> I'm going to riot, man! I'm going to be, be kind of mad.
0: I'm going to I'm going to do some stuff. So hey, uh, I am Saint Brian. I am going to be your, the the dungeon master. Once again, I have reclaimed my throne from from the erstwhile clues. Who is not here today because she is on the road, I believe. So today we will be clueless. Well, we're usually clueless. I
1: was hoping that you weren't going to make that joke.
0: It's it was listen, low hanging fruit. We have to. Ah, uh,
1: I guess. Okay.
2: And now um, I got uh, I got on the road again, playing in my head. On, on the, the road, road
3: again. again. <laughs>
2: Caberate infringement. No, it's really Nelson. He's he's,
0: he's just just he,
2: care. He, he he loves it when people sing his songs.
0: And it, we just gotta hook him up with, you know, some of the, you know, ickyest the the stickiest KOS. of the icky. <laughs> the ickyest <laughs> of the sticky. Oh. Uh, hey, oh. uh, I am say Brian. I'm gonna be your dungeon master uh, for this evening. We are gonna play some Team X back to the main plot line after we had a couple weeks of uh, a, a very wonderful and delightful diversion. Where we played some new characters, and we, while we did not listen, we didn't beat Tiamat, but
1: we lived through it. We I tickled through it,
0: which I call that thwarted, <laughs> even, which I would consider that I call that a win. I mean, so that's kind of where we are, but what, but we're not doing that right now. That is not what we are doing right now. We're going to do it back to Team X. Uh, so we are going to uh partake in the ancient ritual of introducing ourselves. And then we will get to a little recap. And then we're going to play some did. So uh usually we would start with Miss Clues, the dragon, but she is not here. So we are gonna then advance the position
2: onto a goat. Oh, okay. Guess we can do this it that. Specific way. goat. Uh hi, mine, viking goat. I have played in a channel trunk. Everyone's favorite, uh, happy go, lucky nature domain cleric. Um We all know who he is. <laughs> we he's our cat-bar shaped friend. We, we know yes. what he's about. Hey, who thinks everything is edible, provided is You it knew true. who this was. <laughs> and continuing on.
1: Uh, I am Blind Cleric. I'm playing Hugon Volander, human fighter. And soon to either be one, werewolf killer, two, werewolf food, three, werewolf. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> these, are, these are all... Valid uh, val- valid
3: possibilities. <laughs> uh, and I am Roz, also known as Purple Monkey Robots, and I'm playing Eno, the tiefling bard, who is sleeping in a monastery, I guess? I don't know. I'm in a monastery right now. That's all I remember.
1: Yes. That's right. Well, you hey, guys didn't die. No, they did
0: not die. In fact, now would be an excellent time for us to do a quick recap, because it has been about a month since we've been on the whole Team X thing that's been about that long almost almost between memorial day two weeks of of shenanigans with clues sitting in my chair (laughs) which i have reclaimed um it's still warm it's it, it is but anyway anyway um so okay to recap when we last saw our heroes they had taken in the most wise and ancient of traditions of splitting the party where uh Drenmai gemweaver and eno had traveled back through the shadow gate to the monastery where they had not only forgotten their book that they originally went there to get in their in their haste at some point in the library um they also went it with wasn't
1: the... haste it was thunuk being like this is an important chunk. Look. <laughs>
2: Hey, as we discussed off camera earlier, when you explain something to an eight year old that you're supposed to go get something and then that thing is not the thing, you have thing, to be very specific. have to be specific. You have to be very specific.
0: And still not surprised.
1: <laughs>
2: still.
0: <laughs> yeah, lower the bar. Um, Fair, so lower, uh, the bar. lower the bar. Uh, so, and then they had the uh, two submissions while they were there. We, we, we could call it like Mission 1 and then Mission 1A and Mission 1B. Mission 1A was to. Uh, put the sacred egg that dren devoured back of course not the original egg just the one she fabricated to look like the look like the egg uh the silver dragon egg that she had consumed and also to retrieve uh beedy beedy their little uh erst- Buck. Hmm? buck buck that's right I, i'm sorry yeah beedy i'm thinking beatty is a be. Like beedy beedy yeah, yeah, Buck. They had they Buck, went, the
1: spherical information droid.
0: Yes. Uh they went to retrieve him where they uh, encountered another adventuring party who had been laying claim to their to uh Team X's exploits, hoping to hoping to take advantage of them having disappeared for several months. Um they were able to essentially sort all of that out. They were essentially with violence. With violence. Uh, there was there was some violence, but it was quickly was quelled. A...
1: There was a tactical application of violence.
0: There was there was, shocking grasp. There was the application of deep-seated fears of horse-sized ducks. And uh, victory was essentially achieved. The record was set straight. And they have been waiting for the gate to reopen from the Chondalwood side of things, from the Pinedale side of things. Where the, our other heroes have been. Our other heroes, Thonit General Trunk and Hugon Valander. Uh, where... Uh, in addition to hugon setting up now weaning some of the members of the town watch out basically dragooning them and press-ganging them all into internships with acquisitions incorporated um which we are very official now because freaking jerry just flat out said we are an official franchise on stream that we are an official franchise when did that happen it. uh when he opened the gifts yes
1: Oh, right, 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 right. I recall that. Yes, yeah. yes, we That's are. Like the, we also had, like, the letter, which was the very first one. Mm-hmm. But I, this I, is,
0: like, official, official. Because it's like, oh, letter, here, guys, take the letter. And it's like, no, on stream, hey, TMX, they're official franchise of Acquisitions yeah. Incorporated. So, hey, hey, cool. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, so, yeah, the, uh, he had pr- uh, Hugh Gunvalander had press-ganged all of the people uh, that were part of the Town Watch into his tender embrace. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> In order to
1: I'm helping. To... Them. I'm helping them. He's he's I'm helping them suck less. <laughs> it's very important. It's
0: it is impossible choice. to forge a sword without hitting something with a hammer.
1: And if that something goes crunch, well, <laughs> oh, this is we that steel that
0: steel didn't to... need to be there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so he's been uh, trying to forge them into a more effective fighting force, knowing that there are uh, dark things in the night that go bump, and Hugon would like to bump back um with maybe a few more people at his back with sharp pointy things that can bump back um thonic uh discovered essentially a war forged down in the uh in in the caves beneath uh pinedale where the minlocks from uh last last season had had arisen and uh possible that it was part of some ancient society some ancient civilization in the area and uh also oh yeah there's a werewolf loose in Pinedale. Um, and during the uh, d- uh, during the course of Hugon and Thunuk uh, starting to make preparations to deal with this new menace, uh, Thunuk has accidentally forgotten to reopen the gate to allow Dren and Eno to come back through. So they're just sort of waiting at the door, kind of like, any day now. Yeah, uh, it's going to open in any minute now. Um, and Hugon Using his uh, using his intimidation, was able to yes. convince a uh, a merchant, a, a purveyor of fine arms, um, quality weapons, quality quality weapons, uh, made made with the mithril of the mines that come from the pine, uh, from, from the uh, from the fire steep. Uh, he convinced him basically to have what amounted to, I guess, like a blank check. It's essentially
1: store. sober up or start losing fingers. And <laughs> open your inventory. We have a werewolf problem.
0: We'll deal with payment later. Oh <laughs> well,
1: no, there's not even a discussion of payment. I'm rent. I'll, you- I'll borrow these, and I might bring them back.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> might might be in one piece. Might be, a might be in a couple pieces. We're product. It's product testing. It's, it's
1: product testing. <laughs> Have you ever really hit anything that hit back with these? I don't believe you.
0: <laughs> I don't think you have. You don't look like you've hit anything ever in your life. Um, so that is where – this is where we lay our, our scene. So um, I think that we're going to start this this afternoon and evenings game because we're kind of in that weird afternoon-evening transition area, at least on the East Coast at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It's kind of like, is it evening? is it afternoon it's, it's both is it both is it neither
1: i don't know i usually consider four to five second or third meal time
0: <laughs> second noon <laughs> yes but what about luncheon listen afternoon tea I do, not, dinner, I, do supper. Not,
1: I do not allow myself to be boxed in by such antiquated notions of times to eat
0: <laughs> yes but what about second breakfast
1: I eat when I feel like.
0: <laughs> it. I eat when I'm hungry. Um, so, but that is that is where we lay our scene at the moment. So we have Hugon wearing his mask because I'm sure at this point he's you know werewolf mask goes on, armor deployed, ready to go. Um, he's got, I I believe yeah, Thonica's is with him, as well as Captain Chase or, uh yeah Cap, uh, Captain Case Chase Case Case Captain Case of the uh, Pine Billguard, Guard, uh, all standing in this. Um now so this is like this weapon store, this weapon shop is basically like I'm, I'm gonna say it's kind of like a combination here. As far as quality goes, it's probably like the Williams Sonoma of like weaponry where it's all like you know, high higher end stuff available for retail purchase like you could get higher like commercial grade things but you have to go to a very specific purveyor for that but i'm also thinking it's kind of like that scene in john wick 2 where keanu goes in to get fitted for the suit and starts starts packing out with all of his weapons he has basically um he asks to see have you seen john wick 2 no i have not not. i have not i have not seen any of the john wicks but there is a scene that's available on youtube where basically keanu comes in and goes is the somalia in and he sees basically the sommelier, but it's all for guns. Yeah. And that's essentially where you find yourself. You find yourself in what is essentially an above-ground wine cellar. But instead of wine, it's just racks upon racks upon racks of high, high-end high mithril weaponry of uh, various shapes, sizes, and function. Gotcha. And I would think that even under the mask, and maybe even because the mask is on, in my headcanon, maybe, maybe... It's one of the few times where you would see Hugon going like, but completely like, stoic, visible, completely stoic. Excitement. <laughs> <laughs> the mask is completely stoic. It's it is. He's got he's got the he's got he's wearing the the, the mask of Delotha. He's he's. He, you would never know. Maybe but maybe I, the pinpricks of light like flare, flare a little briefly. bit, but underneath, I, I, you if you had it underneath, it would be it would be it would be Hugon like. Yay! And like the happiest you've ever seen, Hugon. Kid in a
1: candy store. Kid in
0: a candy store.
2: I, I'm sort of like imagining his pinpricks. If you looked real close with like a with like a microscope, you'd actually see little smiley faces instead of like. <laughs>
0: They're actually, yeah, they're actually shaped like. If you got closer, that they're actually smiling eyes. They're, a...
2: they're actually emotes. It's just. Oh yeah, it's. The... We can't see it because we're not looking close enough.
0: Because they're burning so <laughs> intensely, but if you turn it down, oh, it's a big smiley face right there.
2: Yeah. Uh, um, hey, Philip, like, before we do this, give me a perception check. Uh oh. Okay, one second. Perception. Where's my twenty? Here's a 25. Oh crap. So that is uh, a total of a five. I've rolled the one.
0: You just like shiny things.
2: Okay. There's a lot of shiny things
0: in here. So, uh, who
1: What would you like me to do?
0: What would you like? No, 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 no. What would you like to do? You've already, you've already kowtowed the, uh, this is true. You, you've towed the, uh, the, 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 the purveyor. The I shopkeeper. seem to recall
1: him leaving me the keys.
0: No, he stayed in there, but he went and unlocked uh... everything with you. You basically did your, uh, your intimidation. Uh, basically, like, you're basically, you're gonna do this, and if I remember, you crit on that. And I while did. I know there's no such thing in this, in the book that says you can't crit on skill checks, It's fun. You know what? Screw it. I decided that you could crit on, on, on skill checks in our game, and that's what you could do in Dungeons and & Dragons, and that's just the way things are gonna be, so... <laughs> so, um...
1: I wasn't gonna argue
0: (laughs) because because it it benefits you, but it goes both ways.
1: Correctly benefited.
0: This blade cuts both ways, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, Um, So yes. So he basically went around and, um, if I could paint this picture for you a little bit, all of this is like fine, like almost like ebony-looking, like uh, well-made cabinetry throughout the room, on the walls. Uh, Like they have like the uh the tables that have like the view you know you could look into the table kind of like at a jeweler, Mm -hmm. um where they have like an array of like daggers and they're all they're not just laying there haphazard no 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 they have like
1: styled and like fanned
0: out well no they actually have you can see where they actually have um like it's shaped underneath so like the daggers can lay in their own specific spot you know that's it's 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 made like um almost like uh, not die cut, not like laser cut where it's in, it's like raised up, but it's you can see that this was, you know, they're very very nicely displayed, polished no fingerprints on these whatsoever um, and as he comes in and as he goes around and he's unlocking all the cabinets, because this is not the kind of place where you just this is not where you just have the weapons laying around in a barrel and okay, is this sword good? Is this sword good? This is not this like is
1: not the Walmart of weaponry. This
0: is not like picking out a golf club at the driving range. This is like you know, this is high-end stuff here. So as he goes around, you hear a very satisfying and solid, like, clicking noise as the key is sliding into these locks and turning smoothly. And then these – um uh, as the as the uh, doors are being opened on all of these cab- – some of them are cabinets that are standing up for, like, the longer things. You know, he's got – uh, swords, daggers, all different, it, all sorts of different melee weapons that would use mithril in their construction are right, right, engaged here. Right, right, right. And as he opens these things, um, it's almost like there's like a little, uh, not fairy fire, but almost like there's like a phosphorescent, uh, like moss or something that's actually lighting these cabinets, so you can actually see what's inside the cabinets.
1: Um, now, just before we dive into actually acquiring the weapons, <laughs> acquiring yes. Um... <laughs>
0: Tell me what you would like to know.
1: I would like to know, are all of these weapons... Do they look like they're made by the same person?
0: You know, that is a really good question. Why don't you roll a perception check? Okay. We have a way of determining this.
1: I have a 15 total.
0: Uh, no. You can see that there are a few different smithies at work here. Um, You could just tell... Uh, there's a few different construction methods. You're seeing some... Uh, you're seeing some Damascus steel. Uh, and for those who haven't seen Damascus steel, if you ever see steel that has like the wavy lines in it, it's from the different layers being compressed and, and forged in a certain way. And you can see some are done in specific patterns. Um, but yeah, you can see that there's, there's some, there's some um, there are some different um, manufacturers here. You can tell, maybe you wouldn't be able to pick out all the different lines. Like, oh, this is like, Eight different smiths versus fifteen different smiths, but you can see enough differences where it's like, oh, handle construction here. You can see that this is like a particular school of thought you've seen with certain they, approaches.
1: Um, do they have any sort of uh, like hallmark of a of a type of like a, a culture of crafting? Like, do any of these like dwarven, elven, mm. human, orcish, gnomish, halfling?
0: Hmm. So you're able to pick up on some embellishments in there um, <clears throat> that might, one way or another, tell you that okay, this might be more of a dwarven gotcha. uh, construction. It might be a little a little boxier. Maybe you're going to see some runes in there. Um, maybe the, the balance is slightly different or someplace. But you're gotcha. seeing um, it, it seems like uh, in in Pinedale, while the uh smiths and artisans there have all have their own culture they bring to it mm-hmm. and they have their own styles that they bring to it there's a lot of sharing of information within the trade okay. so you could see where there's elements a hybridization almost of elements of say elvish traditional elvish smithing versus uh, brought in with elements of dwarven and not in some of them some of them look like they might flat out be like a dwarven mm-hmm. sword. Some look like a flat out elven sword, like the you know, like curvy and leaf like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you see some human ones, but they're, but you're seeing a really a, a wide variety. But you can see that's kind of how they're organized.
1: Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, because there's not very many people I trust that can work methral,
4: mm-hmm. Uh
1: and in terms of like the complexity of forging something that is both super light and super. Durable.
0: Um, uh, you know you know that uh Pine because Pinedale is known for their mithril and because of the high quality mithril right. that comes out of there, that generally speaking, if you're forging mithril in pinedale and you're not good at it You don't get to work here You're anymore. you're not gonna stick around. You're gonna be it's yeah. gonna be hard you're gonna be hard pressed to pass your apprenticeship to get to Journeyman. You're not gonna be able to you know, you might you might have one of those guys, I'm sure, that like Stuck around for a while and wasn't very good at it and got kicked out of their apprenticeship and then went out in the world was like, oh, no, I learned how to Smith and Pinedale. And and, and." mind you, if anyone were to ever question it and go in, you'd be like, what the
1: (sighs) – your technique is awful. There's, you said you learned this There's in only Pinedale? so
0: many master smiths in Pinedale. It's like everyone's – So it, it's. Uh, I know,
1: Greg. Yeah. He yeah. Teach your ass. <laughs> yeah, Greg.
0: Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, so to, to give you to give you an example, uh, for a while, there were only so many jiu jitsu black belts in the United States. Right. And when someone said, oh, yeah, I trained jiu jitsu and I'm blah, 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 it's like, well, okay, who'd you get your black belt from? And if they couldn't tell you, you knew they were lying or they would you, tell like, call you call their
1: number. And be like, hey, did you train this guy?
0: <laughs> no, that happened all the time. Oh, I got my black button under this guy. And they'd be like, all right. And they'd call up "Hey, uh, so-and-so. This guy said he got his black belt for me. they like, who the fuck is that? OK, and well, cool.
1: I'm going to come pull his arms out of their sockets.
0: Yeah. It, no, but it was like for a while. It, it, it's still kind of a small community like that. But that's sort of the same thing with Pinedale, where it's like, you know, you just from the time you have spent there, you do know that there is while well, there's there's friendly competition. Right, but in the end, they all still know that in the end, there's a certain level of quality they want to come out of there. And here, this is where you're seeing the top echelon of weaponry that they're producing. Right. Hugon needs a moment.
1: (laughs) Um, Hugon will actually look to Captain Case and check to see what weapon he is using
0: uh he carries like kind of like a standard um uh sword
1: so like a long sword yeah
0: yeah nothing i mean it's it's not it's he, the, the weapon he carries is very utilitarian there was never you know it was it was all, probably something that he picked up at some point mm. um maybe had it fixed patched made better in one of the smithies Whatever. here but it looks like it's his sword looks pretty uh well seasoned yeah well taken care of. It's well taken care of, but it is well seasoned. It, it, you can yeah. see this is not... Yeah.
1: So, like, very delicately, uh, Hugo will remove one of, like, the long swords that looks about the length that he uses mm-hmm. and sort of, like, the same handle construction mm-hmm. and just sort of hand it off to him. Give me another perception check. Uh, it's another 15.
0: This sword is perfectly balanced. Yeah. Light. It is light, but as you're picking it up, you naturally feel, as you're, you just, it feels like the blade and the and the, and the handle, same weight. <laughs> it, you just, you just feel, it just, so as you move it, like, as you go to, like, you put the sword and you, like, flip it around to hand it, because, you know, you don't hand a sword by the blade. Well, no, maybe, maybe Hugot has handed a sword blade first to people before, but... <laughs>
2: It wasn't a friendly handing. <laughs> it, no, was it wasn't, handing. <laughs> it this wasn't not a... a mutual <laughs> handing. This, this wasn't a... <laughs> a
0: friendly high five. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Um, no, but so, and as you do that, it like, the sword almost wants to do exactly, like, almost before you think about it. Like, the moment the thought enters your mind, before the, the before that thought has reached the end of the synapses of your fingers, the sword is, like, almost doing it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you hand it to him. And Captain, he... yeah. uh
1: we're probably going to need more more hands on this than I have, so uh, I don't know if you know anything about fighting werewolves, but this should at least help in that regard.
0: He says, "What what little I do know is that we should not have we need to let people know not to engage. They, well, yeah. w- w- if
1: look get torn to shreds.
0: Yes. Um. I think there's not many here with the skills that we need. So I think that whatever force we come to bear is going to have to be quality over quantity.
1: Which is why you're getting this sword. And he takes to it borrow. to borrow. And he, he, he kind of like holds up a finger to borrow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um and in my head it just you know this is with him like a metallic resonance to it because he's yeah. speaking from behind like this tin,
1: like a tinny sound yeah, like,
0: like almost like a vader sound right kind of like it's almost processed as it's coming <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's got some modular effects happening
0: yeah um and he and he, he nods his head and um he he takes his he he, he unsheathes his his regular service sword uh, lays it down next to one of the cabinets takes like a few like swings just to get used to the balance and, and weight of this and you can see it, it's almost like humming through the air mm-hmm. like this of, it almost almost like a whistling noise and he, he quickly and then like like a little he does like that samurai flourish where it flips around and, then, and right in and it's well practiced mm-hmm. you know so it's this is obviously someone who's
1: At the very next thing that uh, Hugon looks for is the biggest, heaviest blunt object that
0: he can find. <laughs> well, Thunik's standing right next to you.
1: <laughs> well, right. But, like, I'm talking like a, like a, an enormous two-handed weapon mm-hmm. that he can wield in one hand.
0: That Hugon can or Thunik can? You know,
1: that Thunik can because oh. Thunik is large and these are probably all n- human-sized, so to speak, weaponry.
0: Hmm. Um so you can you can ask the purveyor your sommelier.
1: yeah
0: and he says i ah. need
1: something that he can use mm-hmm. but it's going to need to be basically a two-handed weapon for a man will be almost too small for him
0: he says oh yes i believe we have something that might be able to suit your needs please with me and he walks over to one of the cabinets one of like the, almost the floor-to-ceiling cabinets
1: mm-hmm.
0: unlocks the door and he opens it up and um
1: <clears throat> wasn't he super drunk last time he was and I made him not that way
0: oh he sobered up pretty hard
1: <laughs> well he, like I said you either that you can start being sober or you can count with the fingers you don't have
0: <laughs> and he says I, he says yes I, I can L- allow me allow me to show you what we have in stock and he opens up this cabinet which is almost like on barn doors that opens up and here hanging on this everything in the store is like really well made right and he's got it hanging he's got all these large uh like between anywhere between six and eight foot long um this is like the large the large and tall side of things mm-hmm. right and this is, <laughs> is
2: a big and tall side
0: <laughs> big and tall but for for weapons. Um, and this is where like the halberds are this is where like the spears like the boar spears mm-hmm. um all, all of their and, and um so you have a variety of items in here ranging from uh and he says uh if if I may be so bold as to make a suggestion for the gentleman and he reaches in and he pulls out this uh basically staff that uh for you is it's probably got a good you know two inches, two and a half inches thick, half perfectly straight piece of uh of it looks like um hickory. Um no no ornamentation on it whatsoever, but it looks uh it, it, it's on each end is this uh ball like globe of mithril. And he says this might be something that would s- fit the gentleman's needs. It's uh, eight foot tall, hickory, uh, fi- finely finished to not allow any kind of uh, splinters in the hands while still providing excellent grip. And the ends are uh, are f- uh, f- uh, drop-forged drop steel spheres that have been uh, plated in mithril. So that way you have the advantages in lightness of the mithril but you have the weight of the steel.
1: You're going like takes it from him and hits like,
0: it is but as you take it it is heavy.
1: Right, I imagine so. It's like take t- took it expecting it to be like, "Oh, okay, I can pick this up to like." oh.
0: Yeah, it is a lot heavier than it looks. Ugh. Yeah, this is <laughs>
1: and So he passes that off like with a just like kind of a look like, "Don't swing this indoors." <laughs>
2: Thunuk's been picking his nose this entire time. He's got no idea what's going and
1: on. And like, Q-On <laughs> snaps, like, Thunuk, hey, focus, huh? focus. Huh? Huh? Take this weapon. Okay. And we're going to yeah. hunt a werewolf.
2: And he starts walking out the door. Okay.
1: <laughs> no. And that's all he wanted, because the last thing he wants in here is a bull in a china shop. <laughs> or a feral bull in a weapons store.
0: Uh. So, <laughs> same thing, Funnik. Uh, as you as you leave out as you as you walk outside, you're hit with the cool uh, air of the summer evening. Um, give me another uh, perception check. Okay. Or actually, no. Give me yeah. a, give me a, give me just a, just a straight intelligence check. We'll do that.
2: We're counting four rolls. No, we're not, not. That counting is, is Jacks. You know that. Unless it's a twenty. <laughs> I mean, it was a really nice roll. Oh, it wasn't a twenty, but it was a really nice roll. Ooh, that's a 19 plus uh, instead of intelligence. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a negative modifier. Hold on a second. <laughs> you got a 17. 19, so it can't be that bad. Yeah, 17 total.
0: You just remembered something.
2: Oh. Uh. He stops as he's exiting. And again, I just remembered something. Um. He looks around. Realizes who's missing. Um. <laughs> uh. Um, Hugon, um I'm supposed to uh, open a door. Uh, I'll be right back and <laughs> don't lose the staff. right before you said that he starts put, he's, uh, as if he's putting the staff down to lean up against the door doorway. and he's like, he holds it back
4: up
2: it holds it close to himself and he's like, okay. and he's like starts jogging towards uh, back to the inn. And he, goes, he pushes the – he's holding uh, the button down on his uh, gauntlets to communicate with everyone, uh, not remembering that this is a short-range communications device. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey guys. Uh, uh, are you ready? Should I open the door? Uh, hello? 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 Guys? 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 Oh, they're angry at me. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, he just assumes that they're angry with him and are not responding because of that. He's getting the silent treatment, so he jo- he's jogging for the uh, back oh, no, to the oh, end. No. They're going to be so mad, I forgot to do the laundry. <laughs> that um, child moment of, oh shit, I
1: forgot to do all my chores.
0: Oh <laughs> shit, oh shit, oh shit.
2: Mom and Dad, it come is, home in
0: 15 minutes.
2: It is 6pm, and I have been wanting, watching Star Trek: The Next Generation reruns this entire afternoon. Oh no! I was supposed to mow the lawn? Fuck!
0: <laughs> you guys are actually describing a pretty good portion of my childhood right there.
2: Yeah, precisely. <laughs> lawn dishwashing and uh whoops i just watched star trek all afternoon. Yeah,
0: my bad. Or, it was star trek or video games. just pick one.
2: <laughs> so he runs back to the inn, uh races down to the, the uh, uh basement mm-hmm. and then starts fumbling away at the gate uh trying to like shove the key back in until he finally gets it in. Eh.
0: um it's okay like so you USB get that in like and now you have to shit. now you have to dial up um so okay what would i because you're frantic i want i don't think it would he'd necessarily we have to see if he remembers the number um
2: how about i roll a six and we say on the on the odds oh uh, i like this he gets it wrong um but i I can kind of see the key being like a usb stick like he put it in one way Mm -hmm. put it in the other way and again and again and again and then he put in the first way again for like the fifth time it's like oh plugs in
0: it's it's the um it's the quantum theory of USB drives. No matter which way you're holding it, the first time you will put it in wrong.
2: Yes, yeah, pretty right. As long
0: as you're not looking at it. If you look at it, it's fine. But if you don't look at it, it doesn't matter which way you do it. It will be wrong the first time.
2: I've rolled a two. Um, so, so odds th- was no, evens is yes.
0: Oh, okay. So you're able to uh oh yeah, oh, you're able to hit the buttons, dial it in, and uh the uh so uh, so Eno on your side of the gate you've been standing there with Dren she's passed out you've tried waking her she does not awaken she's alive but she basically put her shield down on the ground so she has the shield made from the carcass from the carapace of a of a mean lock okay. that was killed she peeled she peeled the carapace off this thing <laughs> and converted it into a shield um and she basically fell asleep in it, and she is snoring, dead to the world, every now and again, because you guys are up in this little gate area that's at the top of this snow slope, the snowy slope that leads, you know, it's this thin trail that leads along the mountain, the cliffside. And every now and again, as she's snoring, like, she's be she'll, like, shift in her, in her, in her, in her, um, shield, and it will just ever slowly start start it'll shift, and it'll just start slowly sliding back down the path like towards the edge and you'll have to like quick grab her mm-hmm. pull or back not. up. <laughs> Listen, shit happens. People fall off cliffs.
1: Yeah, you know, hey, don't fall asleep in a shield on a cliff.
0: <laughs> that
2: <laughs> just it also doubles as a sled.
0: It also doubles it does double as a sled. It has been tested. Um so uh yeah Buck's with you and he's just been kind of like sitting there and you're sitting there and finally the gate activates hours later
3: so um the last thing that we had done w- w- was we, r- we ate a bunch of soup yeah uh, that was really spicy so so like I, I would I can imagine like w- right before the gate opens like he reaches again for the shield as mm-hmm. it's sliding down and he goes man that soup really put her out and uh you know and 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 he's like, uh, and he goes, "I hope Hugon and Thonik are okay." And then the thing lights up, and he's he's like, "Huh?" And and then he's like, uh, uh, Dren? and And He's like, he's like moving the shield on this. And the only thing that happens
0: is an enormously loud breaking of wind. Too
3: loud for a
1: gnome. It's like.
0: And so Thonik, you you activate the gate. And the first Mm -hmm. thing that wafts through is very rotten eggs.
1: It's like a curry fart. Uh,
2: Regardless of how accurately he remembered doing this, he thinks he uh, opened the gate in the wrong direction, wrong place now.
1: Snow doesn't smell like fart.
3: (laughs) So he Uh, (laughs) shuts it off. (laughs) I want to roll a medicine check to to see if... I mean, I know she's alive, Mm -hmm. but like... Uh, oh, that's a nine. Yeah, that's a nine. You'd think this is just
0: par for the course for Dren. She's just asleep. <laughs> okay. So I'm trying to think. Of, you got. You haven't been around her too long. I know that we've established in the past that she basically works until she passes out, and at that point, there is no move. There is no waking her up until she's okay until she's re- recharged her batteries. But for the sake of Eno, Eno might not know that, but she is just I mean she is snoring and like <laughs> yeah
3: barkle. I don't I don't think I know her well enough to be like oh it's just because she's worked hard. Yeah. So I I think I'm just like uh just like the the portal is open uh Dren uh Buck uh do you want to go through the and then and before you even get the words out
0: of your mouth, he's like, and he like blasts through the gate. Phonet, uh, give me a dexterity check.
2: Oh.
1: Or be hit in the shin with a
2: brass basketball. Uh, let's see. Dex is, oh, that's also a minus two, 16.
0: Um, <clears throat> you're able to barely get out of the way. Like you're able to like lift your leg and quickly get out of the way as Buck comes tearing out of this portal. <laughs> like a bat out of hell. So you open the gate, there's a moment, a nice smell comes through, well, not a nice one, but and then, Buck, a smell, uh, and he's making kind of like that um, binary error noise, like me, you know, as he's like as he flies through there, um, kind of like a like if you like an old floppy drive that's just doing something awful,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. um, possibly eating your floppy disk.
0: Yeah, something like that, or making wonderful music. I mean, that's the that's what you do. at The Flopatron. Um, so he
3: comes flying through. Um. So I I hoist the you know my bag up and I mm-hmm. I grab her stuff and put it on my other shoulder and I try and and pick her up. Is she is she really heavy or is she? She's I mean, not, she but her bag heavy,
0: is right? way heavier than you thought it would be.
3: So like, I pick her bag, I'm like okay and I <laughs> what the like I hell? guess this is fine and then uh <laughs> and then you know he's got he's got his loot and his all his accoutrement and two bags and uh and he picks her up um he picks the shield up with her on it and steps through uh like gingerly steps through because like he's like now he's like I don't want to wake her Oh you know? <laughs> it's just like oh I don't want to wake her I don't so want to wake Gosh, um, no, that's, that's not how much. the <laughs> song goes Stop, that's, that's okay it. sorry
2: okay, we don't do that it's all Sorry, right. sorry.
3: <laughs> This portion of the stream has been muted due to copyright um, Thank god Due to awful 90s melodrama <laughs> takes. Uh, yeah, So he steps through kind of gently And like uh, So what What does it feel like to step through this gate? Because I think he's only gone through like once like, Yeah, what?
0: it Like, uh it's it it feels like stepping into an icy pond. Uh, as you yeah. make that, as you break that surface tension and go through, you feel that water, that ice water, wash over you, but without getting wet. It's a very odd and disconcerting feeling because you feel like you should be soaking wet, but that is not the case. And then you feel yourself like stretch, like a rubber band, and then you know.
3: So like as he as he comes out to the other side, he's like he's going yeah yeah yeah. I, I. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah. oh god and then I don't the, like he, this then he hands uh, he tries to hand the shield off to Thunuk <laughs> he's like she's
2: asleep oh uh, Thunuk uh, actually just lets you stand there for a moment he walks over to his little cub- cubicle and gets his backpack puts it on, comes back out grabs the shield off of you and rather unceremoniously dumps her in the, into the <laughs> backpack. <laughs> so, well, he thinks he's being real gentle, but it's
0: a,
1: like it's a, a like, Yoda moment.
0: And there's just this body. It's basically just meat rolling off the shield
2: into your bag. <laughs> His thinking is like, other small things have slept in there before? It must be cozy. There still might be some small things sleeping in there. You don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, she is small and therefore portable. Uh, and then he puts the shield over the backpack because he has no idea what else to do with it. Okay. So now he looks like a like a ten foot tall uh, teenage mutant ninja turtle. I was about
0: to say you got the the ninja turtle thing going on with the. Like, like,
2: the shield is like this for him. It's like a dinner plate. He yeah. outgrew.
0: He outgrew the shield. <laughs> he looks like 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 a, like a hermit crab that
2: didn't bother to upgrade. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just... <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, the shell will grow with me. I, mm,
1: I command it. <laughs> it I like the
2: grow. shell.
0: I'm not moving out of the shell. The shell's getting bigger.
1: <laughs> I'm going to knock out some walls, get
2: a building permit. <laughs> um, and then he, he looks at, you know, he's like, um, are you allergic to wolves? Allergic?
3: I mean... Yeah. I don't like it if they are mean.
2: I mean, I'm Um, not allergic. Good. Okay. I was going to say I have some herbs for that, but (laughs) uh, uh, we have to go and uh, there's a werewolf in town. Where? That is a good question. Uh, It is. uh, We're going to go find it. Um, Their wolf, their castle. It is in the town somewhere. Uh, that's town. where this, that's where this, that's why I've got this neat, neat stick with the shiny things on the end. It's nice.
3: Um, you didn't have that before. No, uh,
2: I think I'm borrowing it. I'm not supposed to break it. I might though by accident. It's very small.
3: Oh yes. I've often borrowed things.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. I so know. You know how, yeah. Borrowing. Uh, yeah. I don't get to borrow stuff frequently. It's, it's mm. a, it's uh Interesting concept. It's drilling. Um, um, it's yeah, drilling. Pe- yeah, people trust you with their stuff. Um, yeah, they trust They trust yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. I see. Well, we, 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 you should probably borrow something like this, too, because werewolves are kind of, uh, it's hard to hurt them with regular weapons. Oh. So let's go see Hugon.
3: Oh, is he borrowing things now? Oh, well, yeah, that... we're
2: borrow- borrowing a bunch of stuff from this guy. Let's okay. go
3: find out what he's borrowing, shall we? <laughs> so so Eno kind of, like, makes sure that nothing's rattling on his, you know, makes sure his swords, his rapier is is tied tight and everything, so there's no jingling. Mm-hmm. He's getting ready to, like, go stealth, you know.
1: Yeah, it's a yeah. time. okay <laughs> right.
3: So, so I guess I'm going to roll a stealth check. It's just all, like, these Velcro straps that come out of nowhere, like... <laughs> yeah. Just kind of like. So I'm gonna roll stealth check. Okay. Oh damn. Uh that's uh that's good. Oh wow. I have a plus eight to stealth. Damn. Uh, all right. That's <laughs> uh, I forgot. That's 25. Okay. Uh what I do you just... what are you how are you just looking to move quietly or is this kind of like melting into the darkness situation? Oh, wait, that's 26. I cannot add. Uh I I am I'm just following Thunuk. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm kind of sticking to the shadows. Like I, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm sticking to the shadows. And uh, but but like I'm following right behind him. And and if he says anything to me, I'm just I'm not saying anything back. I'm... Um.
0: So uh, yeah. So you're you're able to do that. You're able to kind of melt into the shadows and, okay. you know, move. You're moving silently.
3: Um, so there...
2: Is Werewolf fake for you right now?
3: I, you said you were gonna go borrow stuff, so he's like he thinks he thinks we're we're it gonna go steal like, stuff. He really. thinks it's a heist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's he's like he's just sort of keeping his distance because you're you're just pro- you're probably what you're probably just going like doing oh, yeah. your normal thing.
1: He's trundling. Yeah, he, he has <laughs> his his two speeds. I'm hungry. Sprint right. and trundle.
3: So Eno, Eno in Eno's mind, you're the distraction. Uh, so that he can like you know that's what he's thinking he's like oh man he's doing such a great job as being a distraction and so yeah it's
2: amazing this um, seems very reasonable
3: so as,
0: as you know you work your way uh, uh Thunuk takes you through the through the uh town there's there is a um a strange hush that has fallen over the town um you haven't spent much time here at all you basically got there and then went back Uh, You got home, and then you left right away. Um, Hmm. But you've been in towns akin to this. Um, But a strange hush has fallen over the town. You can see that uh, the lamps are more lit than usual. Usually, um, it's not uncommon to either not keep the lamps lit throughout the night or not have all of them lit as a means of conservation. But here, you can see that uh, there's lamp lighters that are going around lighting all of the lights and they're each accompanied by two to three guards, um, uh, trying to, uh, light the square up. And this is pretty late at night now. So it's, <clears throat> it's, it's not, um, it, it's not, uh, cause they, you know, everyone was woken up from this. They were woken up from, a, from us. If I remember, I think, yeah, everyone was woken up from a mm-hmm. slumber. Um, so, uh, but a, yeah, a strange hush has fallen over the town um give me a perception check
3: i was just gonna ask um oh that's 21 oh is it plus two yeah 19 plus two
0: and what do you think that gets you
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait. I'm the DM now. <laughs> yeah. So I my see the werewolf. <laughs> and I kill it with my eyes. And, and I win. I look at it. Instantly slay.
0: <laughs> I slay it with my good looks. Um uh, uh so you uh well what what is it? I'll tell you what some of the things that you would be picking up on, but is there anything in particular that you were looking to perceive oh. with that check?
3: Uh, so I notice, I, um, I noticed that these, there's these guards are with the lamplighters and I, and that looks weird right off. I'm like, that's strange. And you said there was a hush. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I would be look, cause I'm in the sort of the shadows. So I think I would be sort of, I think I would be trying to make sure that there isn't anybody else in the shadows with me. And I think I would be just trying to listen for any kind of weird sounds, any kind of strange movements mm-hmm. um, you know as we're going towards the uh you know the hall of destruction
0: um you uh the only sounds aside from the normal like I, even the forest sounds seem a little more muted like you you're it's you know you're in the you're in the forest, so hearing. You know, tree frogs and the crickets and the normal nocturnal creatures. The occasional hooting of an owl. <clears throat> you you uh. You you hear that, but it seems like it's more distant than usual. Like there's almost like a a nothing in your immediate area. Um. um so it is a bit quieter that way. Uh. You you can hear and you see the different. You know, the lamplighters and guards. And you can see that there are guards that are. Now patrolling in groups, um, slowly you can see they're checking like they're looking up on roofs. They're checking like alleys. Um, The the town seems more more um, more at an alert status than you would than you would imagine a town like this would normally be um, on on an average summer night. You do notice that you are not in the shadows by yourself. There are uh, you do see a couple of rats. Mm. um that are scurrying about um and you can see they're almost look like they're searching as well and you almost step on one's tail and it turns around and it squeaks something at you that if you spoke right you don't think it was nice and you're pretty sure that it flipped you off when it happened
3: i cast tongues
0: Mm-hmm. wait a second can i can i,
1: can I actually do that <laughs>
0: Well, we're, we're, I don't know if that work was speaking with Hang animals.
1: Tongues allows you to speak.
3: Languages. With,
1: I think it's speaking communication.
3: you know, I forgot my, that paladin I was playing had speak with animals. Oh, for a second oh. there, I was like, can I talk to the rat? <laughs> and I can't. So I don't know. But you heard you're just like, it's going like.
1: Spell grants yeah. the creature you touch the ability to understand any spoken language it hears.
3: Yeah, but I I don't think I don't think (laughs) I would do that, and and yeah, it doesn't work. So, (laughs) also, why would you want to talk to a rat? I think he does. I think he does go like that,
0: (laughs) (laughs) and and you see, Rack just goes like, you know, he's one of those (laughs) like a like a come at me, bro. Wow! (laughs) Um, And then it continues off with its disappears again and um, disappears again, continuing its search. Um, but Thunic is able to walk you back, um, through town. And I would imagine that it's Thunic, so he would probably just be talking endlessly because he just kind of mm-hmm. like, but, n- but not necessarily, I don't know, w- w- would Thunic be talking about the werewolf or would it be, or would it stream I... of consciousness, would that, would that train of thought derailed and gone a different direction? Like, Hey, uh, you know, werewolves, Hey, have you ever seen a dog? I've seen a dog before. I've, a dog before. I've pet a dog before. And then, of if... <laughs>
2: I, I think it would be less that and more like full stream of consciousness, reciting the entirety of the afternoon's activities since he last saw. <laughs> uh Like, like, like over there, is... that's
0: that's the guy. That that's the armor we found in the in the thing. And,
2: and that's not a statue. That's my new friend. And um, I wrote his name down. Dag Where's my notes? My notes are gone.
3: Oh, I didn't write it down.
2: And then I, 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 um, his name is Grimoire. Um, uh he, Also, uh, there is a spidocracy in town. I learned about this. This is the thing. Um, and uh, I am now responsible for children. Oh no, I'm responsible for children.
1: <laughs> no, that's okay. I can't be um, responsible. I'm a child.
0: Happy guys, happy Father's Day. <laughs> the thought that has gone through every new dad. Wait, how oh, am wait. I responsible for another human? <laughs> There's a mistake.
2: This is a, this is a dumb idea. Someone's
0: made a mistake here. I shouldn't have this responsibility.
2: Mix up in, in some some bureaucracy somewhere. This is no, no, no. That's not how it's supposed to go. Um, <laughs> and he starts talking about like the. Uh, the potato scouts and everything that he did with them today. And, and then this, then that, then he went to sleep. And, um, but about this point, he's, we're probably getting to the, the uh, I imagine. Mm-hmm. I, I, so he doesn't get even a chance to explain anything about what happened with the werewolf situation. He, everything he has relate related to, uh, you know, has complete been completely useless. Uh, not as useless as you think. <laughs> Is information and information is never useless. Well, I mean, situationally. Uh, so, just as we get to the uh, um, the weapons shop, Funnik um, says, and then I got woken up. Oh, hey, we're here.
0: <laughs> and you find so... you find like this well-appointed shop, doors wide open, but you can see just so. Eno, let's talk. Let's let's talk Turkey for a second here. Okay. This is the kind of place you would case. This is the kind of place that you're looking at it and you're like, there's money in there. One way or another, whether it's actual money or money that I'm going to get later from the things I get from there. This is, you can just tell. It has all the hallmarks. Because you've seen the difference. You've seen the shops that pretend to be high class. Mm -hmm. Right? But then you know it's just a facade. It's just they they want to give you the air, the illusion that this is high end, like like Target, right? No, <laughs> no. Uh, but no, but you've you, you've walked into you've I'm sure we've all walked into a store where they give you like this illusion, like oh no, you're walking into rarefied air here. But when you really get down to it, it's cheap. They just want to make you think like, hey, this is why I'm this is why you have to spend a little bit more. But then you've seen the places that are legit, that don't have like. It's not the, the the linoleum tile that's made to look like marble. It's actual marble. Like this is like that place where this guy spent some money on the door. <laughs> like
1: I need a quality door for my quality stuff. Well,
0: yeah, I mean it's like you could tell, like there's places where you look at and it's like, oh, they have all of like the trappings, but when you look at it, they chinced on some of the things that they, they shouldn't have chinced on. This is a guy who got right down to it and said, You know what? Even my door is gonna be top notch. Even he didn't my check some
2: boxes when he was just ordering something from a big box store, he's like, <clears throat> he orders something custom made. Everything, yes. Oh wow,
0: yes. Bespoke is the it, the. These are not even the really nice IKEA cabinets. When you walk in, these are like, yeah. This is this is a this is a place where you know if you were to so uh. So deem it as as something that you wanted to to partake in. You you think you, just. Yeah, this is quality. Very well lit, though. No place to hide when you walk in. It's like, oh, I'm walking into a place that's got. And so, Hugon, what have you been up to in the in, in the in the interceding time here?
1: I think at this point, Hugon is like, all right, hand me the spear again, and he, like he's like testing it. Mm-hmm. He hands it back. All right, hand me the halberd again just over and over. And like, there's a circle of pole arms or like an array of pole arms in front of him. And he's just constantly going back and forth and like occasionally stopping. Like, but I really like the feel of this one.
0: (laughs) The balance is more forward on this one, but it did here. And
1: And, I'm I'm worried that the light metal in the head is going to lose momentum on the swing, you know, and like basically having that conversation.
0: And there's the one part of you that's like, but the Damascus patterning on this one.
1: Yeah. But I like this kind of wood. <laughs> I, you know, this one's got good angles.
0: And, the, and your sommelier is saying.
1: I, I like, just agreeing to everything.
0: I, no, but he's like, he's giving like little details about that. At a certain point, he knows. Sometimes you just need to let the customer talk it out for themselves, right? Mm-hmm. He can't have a comment about everything. He's not going to force you. It is not in his repertoire to force you into a purchasing decision. That you're coming in, that his clientele come in, usually with specific needs in mind. Right. But he does say to you, I, I do understand that tonight, time is of the essence. But, once this whole ugliness has been rectified, might I suggest we are able to do custom pieces...
1: And he's just kind of like – he's like looking at the like the patterning on a blade and like not even looking at this, this guy. And he's like, yeah, that might be necessary. <laughs> and in his head, yeah, it's necessary. That- yeah.
0: You, start, you start doing the justification thing that we all do when we want to buy the thing that we don't really need.
2: <laughs> but really, really want.
0: <laughs> but really, really want. But then you start doing the – but wait a minute. It's on sale. And if I don't buy it now, I'm actually going to be like not saving money. Yeah. Me losing I'll be losing I'll be
1: money. Be losing money later when I need this.
0: And I know that I've never done this project before, but if I get a drill press, think about all the projects I could do that would require a drill press. Right. You know, it's like <laughs> if I Finally, had.
1: This... <laughs> I, I think by the time, time that Eno <laughs> gets, by the time that Eno gets into this room, essentially, because mm-hmm. I imagine we're like we're probably in the back with like all the tall weapons are. Mm-hmm. Like he's like kind of like you know I, I don't think i'm gonna regret it but uh you know we'll, we'll and obviously i'm gonna bring it back and he's just like we'll we'll we'll, we'll go with you know just your your standard uh just the standard p- patterning you know the halberd we're just gonna go with what i know for now if i will this will be a good testing phase and we'll come back we'll we'll talk about that custom job.
0: Ah, yes, try before you buy. I completely understand. a test run, well, as it were.
1: yeah, I mean it's not like I can hurt it.
0: I certainly hope you do hurt it. That's the whole purpose.
1: Well, I oh, mean, you
0: meant oh, the, you meant the weapon. The, oh the yes. weapon Ah no, the weapon oh, I, I, I am certain that it will perform up to your expectations.
1: So he like takes like he summons his halberd into existence. <laughs> and like, leans it against like like in the in the same spot Mm -hmm. that this other halberd was (laughs) it is very out of place (laughs) and he's like looking at the two of them like shit oh i've needed an upgrade for a long time
0: (laughs) i just ruined myself by touching this other one
2: (laughs) but isn't isn't the other halberd like uh, the family halberd no it's like it was a gift from his old unit
1: oh i thought for some reason it was a
2: I guess it's like it's a familial thing that everyone uses halberds. No, oh
1: yeah, he, he was a he, in his military unit. They bought him one.
2: Right, So there's some, there's some
0: sentimental value to it, but yeah, it's there's not some like,
1: sentimental value, but it's not like familiar. This halberd like, has been no, in my I mean, family
0: I, for
2: generations. Your great grandfather uses a halberd, or something. like he
1: that. He used well. That's kind of a mystery about what he uses. Okay, I'm, I'm the just the trying to remember. he had a halberd, yeah.
2: Trying to remember, like how this stuff lines up. Like, w- like I remember there being some familial conne- connection to halberds, but I guess possible it wasn't that, that important. We
1: don't know. I then. mean, it's been a couple centuries. Who knows? So he he'll leave his his halberd, which looks like ass in comparison to all the other nice weapons in here. I'm like turned to see Eno.
3: He goes, "Oh, welcome back." And Eno steps through the door and he's still he's like he he's thinking like bold. Like Thunick just walks right into the places. <laughs> and so he's sort of still like gently like walking lightly and then you know he hears you say hello and, and he's he goes like that and he's like and then he, he like immediately realizes that they're not here to steal stuff, and he goes. They're actually borrowing. <laughs> yeah, they're actually, and, and he goes. Um, he's uh, hey, hey uh, ha, ha, hello, Hugon. Um, <laughs> uh, it's good to be back. It was a little cold up there. Uh, yeah, I imagine. Had uh, it,
1: uh, has uh, Thunuk filled you in?
3: Uh, he mentioned uh, that he had borrowed a staff from this establishment and uh it uh what what are we talking uh silvered mithril what are we talking uh, we're
1: hunting uh, a werewolf
3: uh yeah werewolf oh a werewolf yeah, yeah that's right a werewolf yeah okay
1: um i'm under the impression from my from my learnings that mithril is a, is a standardized way to solve this problem if you have access to it mm. so um why don't you talk to and like he's probably learned this guy's name by this point. We established
0: a name for him, and it's sitting in the other room, so I don't remember. So right now he's just the Somalier.
1: Talk to Somalier. He'll set you up. These are loaned, I I cannot be clear enough about that. <laughs> we have to bring these back.
3: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he he says, "Hi, I'm I'm Eno. And he reaches out his hand. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and he and and the sommelier reaches back on. Yes. How, what can we fit you with this evening? Uh, you know, I really like something that's, you know, that's light, easy to maneuver with. Maybe like some kind of a scimitar a rapier or something like that. And
0: he goes, uh. May I? Yes, may I show you something in our short sword collection? Mm, or are you looking more? I like for something I more like personal. The
3: pierce, I'm, I'm more of a Pierce piercer. Ah, something like, more... like he shows he shows them the, the him the rap the rapier mm. that he has. He's like, I'm really partial to this style. Ah, if you have... Something more personal. I understand. I like to stick. Stick him with the pointy end, you know. Yes, you something.
0: So you're probably looking at something a little more
3: poignant. That's on point.
1: Hey, you both. Yeah.
0: <laughs> something with a sharper bouquet. Uh, let me show you something. Any, um, takes you over to one of the uh the the table cabinets mm-hmm. and opens it up it's almost almost opens like a um oh, sorry almost opens like a uh like a picnic basket type you know where it's hinged on the side um but uh, silent as these things open um you know the key slides in it's a, you can um uh, give me a perception check uh it's gonna be a 10. uh these are good locks um and <laughs> And so you know it opens it up, and the phosphorescence starts, and you can and, and um you can see it's it's all, uh. All all different shapes of, of uh, pointier swords, of varying degrees of um. Uh, you know, there's they're all pretty much about the same length, but you can see there's different like handle shapes. Some of them just have the like the full like cupped. Uh, hand guard, which I'm forgetting what it's called right now, but they have, like, the mm-hmm. full guard. Some of them are just, like, the... the Basket sw- help. Thank you, thank you. Um, some of them are, yeah, very ornately made, where it's you can see it's all, like, woven, it, you know. Some of them are, like, full-on, just like a sheet of... or not a sheet of of metal there. Um, some of them just have the single, like, knuckle guard on them. Um, but you can also see there's various degrees of the sweep to the sword. Some of them are curved. Some of them are very, very straight and and pointy, um, and he says, you strike me as one who prefers, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, something a bit of a more one-on-one encounter. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah. May I recommend, and he pulls out uh, one, and he's, uh, you know, the 1945 And he, and he hands this and he hands this exquisite rapier to you okay um, it does have uh, the edge <clears throat> it is it is you know edged on both sides uh, but it does come to a tapered point at the end uh, diamond shaped uh, on the on the on the profile as he as he's pointing this out you can see like definitely looking down the blade it has that diamond shape um, the the end comes to, like I said to this uh, tapered but a very aggressive point Um very ornately uh crafted uh hand basket um and he and he hands it to you and you can feel it is perfectly balanced where you can feel where, where it just it's it, the 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 handle that the, the, from the guard and the blade same weight you can put your finger like right where the right at the ricasso and it and it and it actually, you know, stays perfectly balanced there. Like, it's not even, like, where it, like, scales back and forth. It's just, do dump, boom, balanced.
3: Uh, Eno says, um, this reminds me of something I saw on Waterdeep once at a noble's house. Very nice.
0: Yes, we do have some clientele in that area, so we're not surprised me that they would have come to us for this particular manufacturer.
3: Do you mind if I, uh, give it a swirl? By all means. Okay. So he puts his hand on it. And um, runs. No. <laughs> no. No. he's, you know, he's chaotic good. You know, he's not, I'm not. Uh... Well, I was just if this scene if you, uh,
0: from Princess Bride with, with with Count, <laughs> where it, where the Count, like, sets in and. Oh, yeah, oh, and yeah, then oh. he just runs. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, no. <laughs> he just So he kind of takes a few steps away from the mm-hmm. smile and he's. <laughs> Perfect control the entire
0: time. Yeah, there's never a point where you feel like you're losing control of the blade. You can always index exactly where the blade and the point Ooh. are. Um, it it's moving as if with a thought. And that, sorry, as he's doing, it, he's like uh... light. It is one of the lightest
3: swords you have
0: ever handled.
3: He said, how, how, What? What do you? What do you sell one of these for?"
0: Oh, this is this is an, an extraordinarily uh, an extraordinarily expensive piece.
3: So if I have to ask, I can't afford it, basically.
0: More than likely. It, we're not, we, we don't
3: sell for those on, who are working on a budget. What if I eventually could afford it? How much would it cost? He says, um, well, this particular one.
0: I don't know that we could let it go for less than 1000
3: Silver. <laughs> oh, very, just kidding. Very I know good, you sir. mean gold. Very, very. It's just how, a, I'm very, a bard, you know, and quite, we quite droll. Yes. Uh So he's 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 like okay, and so how long can I borrow this for? And when do you want it back, for
1: the night.
3: Oh, the night. <laughs>
4: just
3: yes, One night. Is... Just this night.
1: Just the night we kill the werewolf. Oh. And, and then we bring it back.
3: What if we don't kill the werewolf? Then, well, we then s- I still have to bring it back.
1: We just bring it back and then we well, rent well,
0: it if again. if you if you do not kill the werewolf, I'm going to assume that it's perhaps. Well, let's not let well, let's cross that bridge when we get to it.
3: Okay. Well, I, I mean, if, I...
0: and he says, and he says, the upside to all of this is that it will only increase the value. Even though it is, even though these items have been used, there's now a history to them. We will now be able to sell them based oh, yeah. on the story that goes along with them. So.
3: B- good sling, but so that doesn't involve any kind of discount. If <laughs> oh, no, I d- guess, no, no. That the story is what truly makes these blades special. I see. Okay. And so, is it? Is it like a? Is it just? Is it a plus? Extra to how does, how does the damage work?
0: Um. So with this, you you could consider these. Uh, you could consider these. Um, plus two weapons.
3: Okay. So it's. I get one D8 plus four instead of plus two,
0: mm-hmm. and that and so that would be, but that would also that you'd also be able to uh, apply that plus to the uh, attack roll as well. It, oh, oh, that's th- right. Th- these yeah. are high performance weapons, so you would actually see an increase in your performance. Okay. With how quickly from you, from 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 you, you know, from a dueling standpoint, from a swords play standpoint, this is like this feels more like an extension of your arm than you've ever felt any other weapon that you've held. And you've held some good weapons, some of them yours, some of them might have belonged yeah. to other people. But um, you you, you, you could see, like as you were working some of your forms, the, the, the blade just sung in your hand. Uh, Hugon, same deal. You feel like, usually you're used to having this piece of lumber with a piece of forged steel on the end of it. And there's a certain weight to it. But now, and at a certain point, you are relying on the weight of the weapon to do the work. Right, but in, exactly. But in your hands, you feel now you would be able to do all of the forms and techniques that you've learned, but at a greater speed and with more precision and control. And Thunic, you like heavy, shiny things. <laughs> <laughs> Because I can't imagine Thunuk has done the extensive weapons training, but here you're you're basically putting an enormous like I beam into a into the Hulk's hands.
1: It's like a flow chart, an engineer's flow chart for Thunuk. Is it attacking me? Yes. Hit it. Is it still moving? Yes. Hit it, it more. You're <laughs>
0: no. Is it attacking me? Yes. Magic or weapon? <laughs> Magic hit or, or th- spell? Hit or spell? <laughs> um, I. But yeah, I think for Thunik, it's like you. F- like this is, this is like you, this came from a very um. This came from a very strong tree. You would be able to pick that up just from holding this piece of wood. You would be able to find it. This is this came from a very strong tree, and you've got basically two, um, wrecking balls, two bowling balls on the end of this thing, that are coated in mithril, um. And so, for you, you would probably treat this actually more as a um, uh, as a great club, mm-hmm. more than a quarter staff, based on the weight on the ends of these things. So, as far as damage goes, you would be doing one d eight with this, plus your plus your modifiers. Oh, okay. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, it does one d eight bludgeoning on this guy. But then you would add, then you get plus, you get plus two on that from it, just from it, be, the nature of its construction and then okay. whatever your strength and proficiency modifiers are on that. And plus two to attack. Yeah, and two. plus two to attack, yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm
2: trying to figure out
0: how this works. So easy with D&D Beyond.
2: Yes, I'm actually looking at that uh, right
0: Hugon, give me a, uh, give me a perception check.
1: Okay. Oh, that is a 21.
0: Okay. So you're hearing a great many things, not like not a an abundance of sound, but it's like you right. kind of have your sonar on, right? You you even mm-hmm. though so you're speak. even though you've been enthralled with these weapons and this is probably the happiest Hugon's ever been in quite some time. And
1: you still haven't seen his face about it.
0: Yeah. So. But but maybe that's why Hugon is so happy because he knows no one will see him. So he has that moment of
1: yeah, he's you know? like joyously bouncing around.
0: But no, but no one can see. No one but, can see. It. But all inside, it's fussy, fussy, fussy. But inside, um, uh, but, but uh, so you're hearing a few things. You're hearing uh, the sounds of the guards, mm-hmm. um, uh, walking around the town. You can hear them um, occasionally uh, communicating with each other. Um, you have not heard any sounds of like attacks or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um you hear snoring coming from Thunuk's backpack.
1: Okay. That's not irregular given his propensity for like carrying creatures around, so that probably But consider- this
0: isn't like cute uh like oh there's a ferret sleeping in there a little <laughs> you know well, maybe this he is- picked
1: up a badger or something.
0: That's kind of what it sounds like. It sounds like a badger. Um Tactical badger? A tactical badger, <laughs> yes. <Ugh! laughs> badger grenade! Would you, would you want an angry badger thrown at your head? No! You would not <laughs> want an angry badger thrown at your face! <laughs> your face would no longer be your face! It would be the badger's face now. <laughs> um, uh, or what are those things? They're armored. They look kind of like um, armadillos, but they got the huge claws. Pangolin, Pangolin yeah. They eat. <laughs>
1: They eat uh, ants. Yes. termites.
0: Mm hmm. But they go ape shit on walls. Like oh, they'll they fuck know. a wall
1: up.
4: <laughs>
1: they stay fucking at... up walls. Um, I think of like a your hand, right? The length of your hand, but it's three bony claws that are essentially like biological pry bars.
2: That's kind of cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. They're pretty right. Pandolins are pretty awesome. Um, now, Funak would have known about a pandolin. There's no, no doubt in my mind that Thonic has friends that are pandolins, and you oh. sir, sure and I knew pandolins. I'm friends with pandolins. You sir sure are not a pandolin. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So uh, you, you guys have uh, you now have some weapons on loan from your from your weapons sommelier, and he says and he and he does say he goes uh, gentlemen, I I do wish you good hunting tonight, good slaying. Uh, I certainly hope that you are successful. If not for the town, at least for uh, yourselves, and uh, Mr. Valanda, I do hope that we can speak at some length at another time at that possible custom order. I, I think we could I think we could get you into something that would make you quite pleased.
1: I, I, I have every confidence that this is the sort of a tap establishment that could cater exactly to my needs.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Hugon, does, does Drenma need a weapon like this, or...?
1: I mean, I don't see her here. And well, she... honestly, I kinda wanna see her uh struggle a little bit. <laughs>
3: but... As you say I don't see her here, like Eno's pointing to Hugon's bag. I mean looks bag.
1: And actually and Hugon like crosses his arms and thinks really hard for a moment. Just you No, know, we're having a decent evening. <laughs> like and things are going real well right now. <laughs> and I just don't think that she's gonna add anything. <laughs> Or at least as far as I'm concerned.
3: Eno I- thinks of the times that he's been damaged by uh Dren's spells, which I'm pretty sure it's at least twice, and he's like There was the lightning. Yeah, and I there was the come. uh and then there was this, the the shatter.
0: So oh yeah. It, oh, it oh, has been
3: right. twice. So, yeah, so he's like yeah, you're probably right. There's like
0: this montage of flashbacks of everything. Every time yeah. Dren has cast ma- right. used magic and something's
3: gone awry <laughs> and, it's, and it has injured me. So I'm like,
0: with, with, that's, with that's the fair. steel predator, with you've seen like that with you know the things she did with the steel predator. It's like, yeah. no, nah, it's quiet. It's just like, She's also, kind
1: of it's really, um, I hate her voice. And it's not happening right now. And I think that we can all agree that that's a good thing.
0: For those who ever listen at home or on the podcast, it, it, this is not about clues at all. No. Also, we love clues. Like, we love clues. This is specifically yeah. about Dren, and she would be all over this. So, uh... And
1: she can't hear it. And if she could hear it, she'd prank me.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There, Probably with
1: a sparkle fart again.
3: Again. <laughs> again.
1: <laughs> again, for the second time. I don't like being sparkle farted.
3: See, if you tell her that, then she knows, and then she does it. See, exactly. you got to so play good. the psychology game.
1: Yeah. And really, um, you know, I don't want her trying to befriend the werewolf. I really don't want <laughs> you. True. He points directly at Finnick to befriend the werewolf. <laughs> but like, no, she thinks things are cute and writable, and that's a real <laughs> problem. And I think we should. You know, uh, go forward with a very strong anti-werewolf stance. Uh,
2: that is wise. Werewolves don't generally want to be friends.
1: See, I'm glad that we're all on the same page.
2: So, Although I heard about this one. Let's not a, let's
1: not get into hypotheticals.
2: Well, he has a hotel uh, or inn, a, ho- a pub. I heard he's a nice guy.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that's a fantastic fairy tale. <laughs>
2: uh, let's, let's focus on. This werewolf,
1: which hey, we my life's kill. a
0: fairy tale.
1: <laughs> we're killing a werewolf tonight. We're not. We're not opening a business with one.
2: Mm. Oh yeah.
1: Mm. So we're all on the same page.
2: Okay.
3: But if we opened like a freak show, you know. not
1: worth it. Probably
3: uh. not
2: worth it. You know, the liability insurance alone. And those are kind of mean. They are. They're not. No. Yeah,
3: it's true. I was in one once. Um, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, just says it in passing. It's like, okay, I'm yeah, moving on. Yeah.
3: So, um,
1: <laughs> if we've all got our loaned weapons, mm-hmm. and we are going to return, and like he's like, like kind of leaning into Eno just a little bit. Like,
3: Eno's you know, like, kind of like leaning back away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that we're going to return all of our uh, all of our borrowed equipment after this. Uh,
3: I think Look, that we. I'm not a rogue. I'm not a thief. Oh, I don't know no. why you're.
1: I'm just saying that I have a temptation, and that if I have a temptation, surely other people have a
3: temptation. Hey, it's. it's I'd love to, but I, you know, I I understand. I understand how this works.
2: Good, good, good.
3: It's been yeah, established.
2: Everything's temporary, right? Well, <laughs> that's true. That's true. This is one of those things that if you
1: lose it, I can't, I can't make that go away, Thunux. So don't lose
2: it. Uh oh, I should probably leave it here then.
1: No, no, you should take it with you. <laughs> you should for sure not lose it.
2: Well, I mean, I, I don't really need it. I mean, yes, I, I've got
1: this. This. You're <laughs> and like Th- uh, Hugon takes your stick from you. Mm-hmm. And like sets it down, and you're like, "You're using
2: the stick that I gave you." But I, I, I can make it magic. I don't care. You can make that magic. No, I might. it doesn't work on that. I'm sure that it does. Out of character, I don't think Shillelagh works that way. Oh, no. I think Shillelagh actually just works on like a stick.
1: I don't know actually what it does. Okay. Well, and Hugon wouldn't know it anyway. He just thinks that you're
2: you're not understanding that you need yeah. the Hold stick.
0: On. Let us take a look, shall we?
2: Wait, if I can shillelagh this thing, that would be interesting. Uh,
3: let us take a look. Shillelagh.
2: I think wood it's any club. primarily wood. Yeah. The
3: wood of a clover quarter staff
2: is imbued with nature's power. Oh but my so, goodness!
0: But it's the wood, so the metal of the end of it would not be imbued with that.
2: That's true. But if I imbued the wood itself,
0: what? If so, if you so, if you are attacking, if you decided to purposefully avoid using like trying to make contact with like one of the metal globes at the end and try just to hit it with the stick portion of it, the wooden portion, Mm -hmm. then shillelagh would work.
2: Um, I'm also thinking of situations because this always comes up in every single movie when someone or TV show where someone has a big stick and something with a large mouth and a lot of teeth comes after it. The stick portion inevitably ends up in between those. teeth. uh,
1: Yes. It's true. Uh,
2: Yeah. It's an inevitable thing. Um. But uh, so so I,
0: you technically and um, hmm. so I guess the question becomes how do, how does Thunuk understand how the spell works? Does he understand that it is him commuting with the with the, with the spirit of this piece of wood, or is it just like he thinks that oh I'm able to make it glow and make it hit things?
2: I think it literally is him commuting, uh, either with the spirit of the wood, mm-hmm. or he is asking uh, the four to uh, help him through the wood. Um, yeah, I, I said that before, <laughs> um, before I realized. I think, let it slide. Yeah, <laughs> we're
0: going to let that one go. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I So in this case, I think that he would know then that he could transmute the wood of the haft of this weapon. Mm-hmm. And, and that... I th- yeah I think he would I think he would know that he could do that. So whether he wants to whether whether you want to or not is completely up to you, but I don't think it would be out of ignorance where he's like oh never mind I can only do this one stick that I have. It's you know, if if he wanted to he could like sh- Oh, I don't know if he could, but he could like sh- he could like transmute shilili transmute a tree and then push a tree over onto something and it might have a similar effect.
2: <laughs> so the shillelagh boost a. No, uh, uh, no, it does
0: say a what of a club. Tree. It does say club or quarterstaff. So yeah. Um, but is is not a tree an enormous quarterstaff?
1: That is true. You're the DM. You get to decide that. <laughs>
0: so well, we'll we'll see if that ever comes up where there's a need for Thonic to push a tree over onto something that requires to be hit by magical weapons. <laughs> Which, hey,
1: sometimes. Sometimes you got to push a tree true. over.
0: Sometimes you got to do that. So. Uh, but yeah, I think he would know that he would be able to imbue the the wooden portion of this weapon with that power. Okay.
2: I think he would try that almost immediately.
0: Okay. And so, yeah, so the, the glow, the soft glow. Or actually, no, how did, did we ever say how it actually manifests?
2: Uh, the stick he's been using uh, seems to become a lie with uh, green with life again. Oh, and cool. and uh, it's sort of, it looks right. Normally, it looks like a for anyone else would be a log, but uh, when he empowers it, it grows a couple <clears throat> of branches. It looks extra mean. It basically looks like a nature has present, present uh, provided him a maul mm. or a either large mace.
0: So in this case, when uh, when you cast the spell of Shillelagh on your on your new wrecking ball weapon that you have here, and I'm not sure quite if it has a name, but it probably does. Mm-hmm. Um, but it uh, instead of growing anything, it actually starts to become more like petrified wood.
1: Ooh! Oh, cool! I like that. And you, so does he hold it like two handed, like a baseball bat, or does he like? Is it actually stave-sized for you? Because he said it was like, like eight feet long.
2: It's eight feet long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's that's an actual staff for him. Yes. Uh, right. So he he'd be holding it.
0: It is the first appropriately sized weapon that Funnik has ever had.
2: <laughs> At least in this campaign. <laughs> he he'd be holding it like a quarter staff. In fact, once once we're outside and it's been confirmed that he has to use this one, he's going to give it a couple of like experimental twirls. Um, he's basically going to look like a large child who has found a large stick and is, is pretending at fight
0: Oh, okay so I think it would look if I can flavor this a little bit I think it would look like lightsaber kid
2: yes
1: <laughs> except occasionally you'll catch the corner of a
2: building and just like oh. annihilate it Yeah. like
0: every now and then, like you hit a barrel by accident and the barrel is no longer a barrel
2: it explodes into splinters
0: just <laughs> like there's times where it hits the ground and there is like a thud like there's a thud you can feel through your feet when there's thing... like a
2: cracked paving stone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, Every so
2: often you hear him say, "Whoops, Oopsie. oh sorry, sorry," and
1: like everyone has like cleared out like a mosh pit <laughs> mm-hmm. has suddenly like like get away, get away from the
2: thing.
0: <laughs> so uh, you step out into the uh, the midsummer's eve evening. Um, again, it's a cooler evening, uh, not too much humidity,
4: mm-hmm.
0: nice night, but it is eerily quiet now. Even the crickets and frogs in the distance have gone silent. The sound that is typical when an apex predator is pre- is present in an area.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And the hunt shall begin when we get back from our break. Um, we're going to be back in just a couple of minutes. We're going to go take uh, advantage of the humanity centers in our uh, respective homes. And when we come back, we will see uh, who lives and who dies.
1: And who becomes a werewolf.
0: And who becomes a werewolf.
1: Nah. <laughs> uh... I say we let him go.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. We will be back in just a few minutes, so stay tuned. Hi, St. Brian here. Thank you so much for listening to the Team X podcast brought to you by eDrink Drink, Roll. So far, there's more to come, but you know what would be even more awesome is if you went to www.patreon.com eatdrinkroll and supported us there as well. What does that do for us? Well, it helps us continue to bring you this high quality content that you've come to know, expect, and maybe even love a little bit. What does it do for you? It lets you get the podcast for the Team X game Before anyone else and without this advertisement or advertisements like it, we're going to be offering some other content through Patreon soon as well. So the best way to take advantage of that and really take advantage of us and our generosity is to please go to patreon.com slash etrinkroll and support us. Thank you. And we have returned to play to play Dungeons and Dragons. Warlocks and wyverns, tunnels and
2: trolls. This is just. I'm not familiar
1: with those last two.
2: Oh. And more dangerous as times go on. I mean, first there's first is a werewolf. Now there's dragons, wyverns, and trolls. Uh, I mean, this is getting to be a really hairy situation.
1: <laughs> this town does have a monster problem. Uh, I would it. say.
0: Oh no, I've seen this look on Raz's face before.
3: What? I was just he... thinking of
0: hairy situations. So. I know, you're hairy I, He said, is it a real hairy situation, and I just saw your eyes get, like, lit up and he starts rubbing his hands together
3: like, he's... Uh, No, it's, the, my, it's my dye, I'm rubbing my dye uh-huh. together he's got a, it's like He's preparing
1: on. Getting that stank on there He's just preparing a Wolf. pun
3: He's preparing
0: a pun Listen It's,
1: <laughs> it's kind of like, Dad.
0: you prepared the spell He's like, nope, I'm preparing a pun Wordplay um so anyway hi we're gonna play some dungeons and dragons
3: some did it was just my wolfish grin sorry (laughs) see see (laughs) hey you asked for it all right i wasn't even gonna do it The, the look of burning on kid's face I'm, no, I'm choosing to believe that that didn't just happen. <laughs> I'm rewriting reality as we
1: speak. I am substituting your awful reality for my positive reality.
0: <laughs> you have had a good week. A very relaxing week. I've I tried. It's,
1: just, it's evaporating. <laughs> I'm with every poem, with every poem, <laughs> I draw closer.
0: You're harsh on my mellow, man. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, when we last saw Our Heroes... They had just gone on a um, – well, I guess for lack of a better term, they've achieved some kind of illicit sponsorship through the local uh, high-end weapon shop, which I was about to go grab the note out of my other room and just completely forgot to do it. That's okay. So ADD. Yay. Um,
1: it's all right. It's fine.
0: But they had – I guess what could was was tantamount to a sponsorship of sorts where they got some equipment on loan. Uh, to, t- to take it for a test drive, so to speak, in this endeavor, knowing uh, that they had to use specific kinds of weapons in order to be truly effective against a, uh, against a werewolf, which has been spotted and has already claimed one victim of Pinedale. Um, left, left it ev- left it uh, its viscera and insides on its outsides.
1: There was a rearrangement, and I don't know if it worked.
0: Well, it depends think. what your end goal was. For the werewolf, it worked swimmingly.
1: Right, but for the person a,
0: whose insides it was, it was a less than ideal scenario.
1: I mean, it's, it conflicts with the aesthetic of the city. It really does. It, it, there's, there's,
0: there's problems. It, it, it's not zoned for that kind of thing.
1: No, see, you know, flesh sculpting is, you it, know, very. It's a very niche kind of thing, we it, we'll it, want to make sure that
0: there, there's zoning and licensing that just wasn't even bothered with you know and and, several
1: levels of problematic
0: and and if it doesn't bring any public joy i'm sorry you cannot be the 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 banksy of evisceration and have it work for you it just it just. who's gonna buy that no one
1: the market is just not here not here there there
0: might be some place it might be there might be some deep reaches with the underdark where this is exactly the kind of artistic endeavor that they're looking to have you know
2: or certain corners of Waterdeep.
0: Or yeah, certain okay. corners of Waterdeep. Ravnica has an entire sector dedicated to this very thing. They have their own yeah. South by Southwest festival just for skin sculpting.
1: And, and you know, and that's fine. But, but not it's here. Just, it's just not the market here. But I not in Pinedale. That, I think that this werewolf should have taken that into consideration.
0: This is I this really is can. a this is a family town. It is a hard. it's a blue-collar town, people of 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 character. Anyway, so uh they got these weapons on loan, um, which uh have certain advantages as we've as we've learned. Um the uh recently sobered weapons Sommelier might have converted a new customer. Mm-hmm. He might have. Might have. It's, listen, you, you were picking down what he was you were picking up what he was laying down there. It was
1: yeah, I was it's true. Was there I smelled things? what he was stepping in.
0: You, <laughs> and you know what? I'm okay with it. Um uh and so they they uh now uh this this quiet has fallen over Pinedale and the surrounding area. Um the hunt has begun to try to find this werewolf and solve and solve this problem. Um how would you like to proceed?
3: Oh. Do we need to make signs if we're advertising for this shop? They're sponsoring us, right?
1: I mean, I, I think that that's not a bad idea.
3: Like wear a shirt that says weapon, like provided, by weapon provided by the Samoye. By...
1: <laughs> Ass kicking provided by...
3: Every I have to get it, hang, hang on,
1: on, hang on, like hang <laughs> on.
3: The Samoye.
2: Samoye of slaughter. This, this feels a little bit too much uh, like uh, we're referencing some uh, idiocracy here. <laughs> Brought to you by Carlos Jr.
0: Hollander's Fine Weapons.
2: Ah, Hollander's Fine Weapons.
0: I wrote it down. Okay. And somehow it made it out of this immediate area in this way. So Hollander's Fine Weapons, and you dealt with, you're, su- uh, you're assuming it was Hollander, but okay. affectionately referred to as the sommelier.
3: So uh, e- Eno's taking his, his quill, and he's he's trying to, like, he's starting to write Hollanders, like, on his. <laughs> he's like, are we supposed to? And then he's like, no. Nah, so he's just got an H. <laughs> yeah, he's just got an H, and he's like, he sees that nobody else is doing it. And he's like, oh. He puts his quill back <laughs> in his bag.
1: <laughs> back in the bag it goes. Yeah.
3: Maybe I can maybe he can turn that into something else later. Like you know, they change tattoos, you know, (laughs) do a cover up. (laughs) Yeah. He'll just make it into some pattern or something. So I have to ask, because Hugon I don't
1: know how much Hugon knows about Mm -hmm. werewolf hunting. Mm Mm-hmm. Should I roll like a survival check or something like that to begin hunting this thing? Or... Yes,
0: I think that would be a good Should place to all
1: start. of us do it? Or I, I just, I'm not well, sure how. To why proceed. not?
0: Why not? I mean, hey, we can we can roll and we can see what's happening here. And they've made an entire series of books just on how to figure this kind of thing out.
3: Oh boy.
2: That was an amazing roll, apparently. Yep. All sorts of bumps.
3: Is that a 20 or a 1?
2: That's a 20. That's 20.
1: the Boros fist. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, not the, it's
3: not the Ack, die. <laughs> 16.
0: <laughs> and, Phenik, uh, did you do a survival roll as well? A skill challenge?
2: Uh, no, not yet. I was checking on how long uh, Speak with Animals lasts. <laughs> uh, because he did speak with those rats. Mm-hmm. I want to say 10 minutes. 10 minutes. but So that is worn off. Uh, mm-hmm. He won't even think of that. He's so used to speaking within just anything and everything. Um, the first rat he sees is going to be like, did so you guys find anything yet? How do I interpret that? Is that a positive interpretation? Um... There's some squeaking and doing some sh- like rat shoulder things and like emoting and like, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh.
0: You get the impression not yet. You haven't. Yet. Uh, yeah, okay. you're not even sure. You're not even sure that that rat is part of like the other rat's crew. Oh, this could be a civilian rat. This could be oh. a rat. This could be a rat that's just completely different. You're not sure that this is or, one.
2: Or perhaps even you know, from a competing rat gang.
0: It, it, it's it's possible. You know, this oh, could oh. be, you know, wrong turf. One of one of the other a different rat family entirely. Oh, you know.
2: Starting like like rat godfather here. Mm-hmm. Um and Salazzo.
0: nine plus no, oh, thirteen. Okay. So all right, so da, 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 da. what Sorry. is it so okay, with that survival check, what is it what kind of information are you like trying to suss out? Like what is it that Hugon or Eno or Thonic would be trying to determine with this particular situation?
1: Um, Hugon's not a ranger, so he's probably like, if I were a bipedal werewolf creature, where would I hunt for food?
0: Where would I go?
1: Where would I go? And And essentially, he's just trying to...
0: And I just got a vision of Trevor with the Mickey Mouse ears hat.
3: (laughs) And I'm looking for tracks.
0: Okay. So tracks, so, okay... Uh Uh
2: following the gore because there's always going to be some amount of gore when someone gets Mm. a
0: mystery. Okay. Okay.
2: Unless (laughs) they're wearing a werewolf bib. Which I mean
0: like a lobster bib. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh got this guy. (laughs) Bib on. The fingers are the best part. <laughs> <laughs> it's all you
1: can eat, all you can eat crab legs, except
0: hammer. Get into the skull. Oh yeah. Oh this is the- Oh yeah. This is oh. salty. This part. Oh. <laughs> this turns into, into like a, one of those crab shacks in Maryland, except you know werewolves and people, because <laughs> a werewolf truly can eat anything. Um, okay. So let's go about this a few different ways. Um, all right, so we'll start with we'll start with Hugon and we'll work our way around here. So Hugon,
1: the total was twenty six. So twenty
0: six. You know. um, so while you don't know much about werewolves, other than you knew that silvered weapons was where you had to go, right? And that's kind of like not. It's not like necessarily esoteric. It's not common knowledge, but it's one of those things where it's like. Mm-hmm. Um uh where it's like, okay, so you were able to figure that out. Um, so you're just looking at this like not so much what would a where where would a werewolf go? It's like, okay, if I had a crazed person
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they wanted to eat people, right? What would they do? And you start using kind of like because you've dealt with some nutty people before. People mm-hmm. that um Probably, and I would imagine, especially in this kind of environment, um, where they didn't necessarily do a lot of psychological screening for people going into the armed forces of different, like... One second. uh Uh-oh.
2: There's a message from the the curtains.
3: It's the rat. (laughs) I think it would have
0: been hilarious if he just got up and just watched him launch himself out the window. (laughs) And then... And then, and then but he then he either comes back in or like comes in through the door,
3: like, all right, sorry guys, had to his cape comes out of his back. <laughs> that would be amazing. We were just okay. say,
0: we were just saying it would have been amazing if you're like one second, you just walked out of the window and like leapt out. Like cape comes out, leap out, and then
1: <laughs> Yeah, uh, I was trying to figure out what the hell that noise was and I looked to my right and I see water coming in through my window. Is it raining? Because of how hard the wind is blowing the rain into my screen. Oh. It oh. sounds like it's hailing outside, but there's no hail.
0: Oh, okay. Hail. Um. So, okay. Uh, my guess is that there was not a lot of psychological screening like there is today when it goes to entering the armed oh, forces. Oh,
1: heavens no. So, In fact, the crazy, like the the absolute bonkers psychopath is probably like, here, have two daggers instead of <laughs> one.
0: <laughs> but to a point, because then he just starts killing his own people too.
1: Right. It's like, you, you, it's like a falcon, a hood with a falcon. Mm-hmm. He's like, and go. <laughs> that way.
0: Yeah, you want you want a little bit of crazy, but you don't want like softly Jay Kimball entering into no, like, the service listen, of.
1: There's acceptable levels of crazy, yeah. and then you um, cross over, and it's just a problem.
0: So it probably wouldn't have been completely an, a foreign experience where you had to go find some rogue soldier uh, <laughs> who was just menacing civilians. Yeah. Um, so. You have a good idea of where you you th- okay. So you think all right. He's going to go to a target-rich environment. Mm-hmm. He's not going to want to travel very far, and if he's in predator mode, if he's in, uh, in a killing mode, regardless mm-hmm. of what he intends to do with the body once he's done, you know, relieving it of life, mm-hmm. unaliving it, um, he uh you guess that he's going to probably head towards like the, 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 civilian sector, probably not probably in the area of where, um, not the rich section of town. Right. He's going to go where There's to,
1: going to be fewer people watching, there's going to be people asleep on the street. Maybe.
0: Yeah. Um, just more people right nearby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you think probably there, but you also know that this is a craft. He, he's not like, this is not something that's completely out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, so otherwise your 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 you would imagine you would have heard something by now you would not have had the time if it was just on an indiscriminate killing sp- killing spree you would have heard something by now right of um, course so you have an idea of like the direction of probably where it is um within the town of Pinedale. um and you guess that it's probably going to be it's it, it this is an ambush predator mm-hmm so, it's either going to be lurking in a dark alley or on a roof somewhere. More than likely, it's not just going to be like patrolling around and hey, running into people and I'm going to go kill you. This is not, mm-hmm. this is not Jason Voorhees, right, you right, know. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, um, Eno, you start examining the area, trying to find some kind of, um, tracks,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and, uh you're able to see a direction. So you found this body, um, which is, I'm guessing is probably where Hugon probably started. Right. right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, or where the body was, I'm assuming they got it off the street in the meantime. They're not just going to let this, you know, you know, meat sack, just sit there rotting. Um, that's gonna be disturbing for a lot of people to see. So you go to where there's, there's this giant pool of blood, um, where 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 the first victim had been eviscerated. you could see it was right by uh, the church, uh, the general church area temple, multi-denominational, and uh, <clears throat> you're able to you start uh, looking around for more subtle signs than just straight up footprints. Um, there are paving stones, so it's not always going to leave you know a footprint somewhere. So as you're searching around, you're able to get some directionality. You're able to start seeing where. Uh, little disturbed parts of gravel and grout between some of the paving stones um, dust that doesn't necessarily look like a paw print or, but looks you know, um, where, some, where it's been disturbed recently you're seeing like different patterns within and you can see as it starts leading towards the um, again the civilian sector of Pinedale where it's where most of the residents live the vast majority of live residents live in this one area because it's of easy access to the mines. Um it's you know you've got like the richer section which is closer to the path that leads up into the mountains. Um but it's not leading towards that it's leading to where like most of the most of the civilians.
3: What live. what time is it? Like what time of day? After then? midnight. Okay. That's... It's no, after
0: midnight and we're going to let it all hang out. All right. And you can but play your his... tam and you can play your tambourine.
3: So he's got his dark vision and he's kind of following this trail of
0: Oh, that's right. He does have dark vision. So yeah, he's yeah got so, dark vision. so this is uh with all of the street lamps lit and with the moon being full, you're seeing this almost as almost as clear as daylight. This is this is like um anytime it gets too dark, like you're almost able to see this as if it's like full on like noon. So you're, you're, this is like, this, the, the, the night is not a hindrance for you whatsoever. Okay. Um, and you're able are you just going to start following it or are you just,
3: I think I would signal Mm -hmm. to my companions and say, you know, there's, there could be a trail here. Mm -hmm. Now, Thunic,
0: you're used to tracking things in a different way. And you're looking at the viscera here. Um, And you... think there is a faint... the absolute faintest of scents... that you can... pick up on. Um, A kind of a coppery... uh, metallic scent. Mm -hmm. From the remaining viscera the smell of blood this is not a, this is not a foreign um <clears throat> smell to you in that thunick uh, probably would not be able to discern between different animals by the scent mm-hmm. of blood but thunick is aware of what the scent of blood is i'm sure he's hunted mm-hmm. he's had to probably kill a deer or something or i don't know i don't know if i could see thunick actually killing a deer
2: but, but i i can see that I, I can see under under certain circumstances he would have he would be killing other animals.
0: Well, like spiders, spiders. <laughs> no, not
2: for fun.
1: But it's like food to eat. Yeah. To I... eat them.
0: Yeah, I think it would almost be like an Avatar situation where it's like there's almost like a remorse that goes along with it because Sonic just seems to like the cute furry animals and probably you know he's not getting. Oh. He gets
2: along with just about everything except unless you're you're like a jerk
0: and spy- and all spiders are jerks therefore all spiders are jerks yeah <laughs> or undead and delicious <laughs> and um. delicious um <laughs> the uh uh um yeah so there there is a scent of blood that you're used you know what that smell is and you you think you have a an idea of what to look for now uh given the amount of blood lost there mm-hmm. um you think that you'd be you'd be able to you know that there's going to be uh, other evidence um you're not necessarily seeing anything on the ground um right away but you can see like 20 or 30 feet away there's like a dot of blood on the ground so this is a case of where it's not like it didn't like walk through the blood and it's just trailing there's like the there's the initial bloody footprints and that's how you identify that's how you initially identify that this is a werewolf um because Hugan had brought you out to look at this, and you are like, "Yep, that's a that's a werewolf goody." Um, so, uh, but you think that you could possibly track it if you move quickly, because you know that scent is not gonna uh, that yes, scent is, around. and uh, the sky just opened up. Um, uh, yeah, so you think you think you'd be able to uh, you think you'd be able to figure it out. And again, you're you're picking up that everything the three of you are kind of, like, triangulating this, where it's like all of you are... So, Eno, you know the directionality of this, right? You know that it's probably in this direction over here. Uh, Thunuk, you think that you can narrow down that directionality a little bit based on the, some of the blood spatter that you're going to find here. Mm-hmm. We're going to turn you into, into a blood splatter analysis, a- analysis a- analyst here. Hugon, you think you know what the behavior is. Mm-hmm. So between the three of you, you think you might be able to track track this creature down.
2: Good. Uh is basically going to say, uh, "I, it, it's blood over there. Um, yeah, it's the same direction. We should go that way."
1: All right, let's go kill ourselves a werewolf. And you notice that Hugon is like noticeably sort of like bouncy.
0: <laughs> there is a spring in his. There's step. There's a
1: spring in his step.
0: <laughs> he's got. He's got something that's very clearly bad. Yeah. Very bad that he is sure needs to be killed. He's got zero a brand. Moral s- problem. But yeah, there's ze- there's zero moral compunction. There, you know, there's no issues there's no whatsoever. Gray area here whatsoever. No gray yeah. area. He's got a brand spanking new, new new weapon. He was Sponsorship. able to get. He was able to get other people weapons. It's the gift that keeps on giving. What do you get the man that has everything? More weapons. More weapons.
1: <laughs> Always more weapons.
0: Dren is nowhere to be found.
1: Amazing. Probably the highlight. <laughs> um. She's going to be so... Dren is going to be so mad that we did this without her. She is going to be mad.
0: Which which makes it even better. Yeah. Hugon's, Hugon is having the kind of day that Blind cleric had like this week. Yeah, (laughs) essentially.
3: (laughs) So I, I, uh, I, you know, kind of reaches out and he and he he kind of touches his his friends and he says, "Um, "We shall endure this fight, and we shall prevail." And uh, for. Uh, up to an hour, you're gonna have some temporary hit points. Nice. Uh, that's oh, that's five temporary hit points, four and a mm. one. Yeah, that's okay. Mm-hmm. So it's five. You, so we all have five temporary hit points, unless I end up needing to do a different concentration spell, and I'll tell you <laughs> if it drops. But oh, and uh, uh, advantage on Constitution checks. I'll I'll try to. We're going to need those. Yeah. So you
0: start moving into the, uh, residential area of Pinedale. You walk past the Silvered Harrier, um, your, your headquarters, and you're now really getting into the town proper as far as like where all the, the people live. Um, I, uh, uh, you know, you're able to find little traces here and there. Every now and again, you lose the trail. Um, because it looks like it might have gone like over a roof or something. But after searching around, you're able to find like little pieces here and there. Um, little, little, little uh, proof of trace or, or proof, proof of something past traces of, uh, passing is what I was trying to say there. Uh, traces of, of it having passed. Cause it did not pass without trace. So that's, <laughs> that that's, terrifying. that's, that's, that, oh, oh my God. <laughs> Ninja Werewolf. Oh, God. No, not acceptable. I don't Um, like it. um, Downvote. Thonic, based on when you guys are finding the pieces of trail, every now and again, you're seeing, like, you're finding, like, little bits of uh, of blood pooling in certain areas. And it's evidence evidence of where the werewolf had stopped for a moment or two. And it's usually by windows. Ooh. By 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 windows, you could see it might be you you could surmise that it might be where it was looking in the windows. But thus far, there's nothing that says that it was you know has gone into any of the windows because you can't. Mm-hmm. None of you would I think even Thunik would say would know that werewolves are not subtle creatures
4: mm-hmm.
0: and probably <laughs> not probably not big on the whole cat burglary thing. If no. it wants to go into a house, it's just going to go in. <laughs> um. Hugon, uh, give me a perception check.
1: Uh, that is a, uh, 11 total.
0: 11. Um, you're feeling a little itchy, and you're not sure why. You think it might be because, uh... Itchy. It's a, you're in a civilian-rich environment.
1: Oh, okay, you're not talking, like, physically itchy, like, just anxious.
0: Uh, yeah, it might be manifesting as like, you know,
1: mm-hmm. you know okay. one of
0: these, like he kind of like that, ha- you know, that's sort of that psychosomatic thing mm-hmm. um, where your hackles are up. beyond You're, you're beyond just alert right now. Right. Your hackles are up because you've been in urban campaigns before and they suck. Yeah, because as much as you're trying to avoid and reduce and diminish and prevent civilian casualties, the problem is that. The bad guys aren't maybe.
1: Well, I mean, also look at this from the other side: is that like Huguen has technically been the bad guy Mm -hmm. from time to time. Sieges don't usually end politely; Mm -hmm. they they usually end pretty pretty uh, nastily. So, like, he's kind of he's familiar with both sides of this issue. Mm -hmm. I would say,
0: um. Athonic, give me a perception
2: check. Okay. Emeralds are not good today. <laughs> that was an eight.
0: An eight. Um, no, I think I think in this case it'll be enough. Um, you hear a very slight squeaking noise coming from one of the darkened alleys.
2: Oh. Athonic uh, heads into the alley and... Uh, uh, Gets on, uh, basically takes a knee so he can get within uh, range of, of speaking with whatever squeaking.
0: It is a, it, it is uh, one of the rats, and you can see it's kind of like laying on its side. It's breathing very quickly. It's got a little bit of blood coming like out of its ear, a little bit out of its mouth.
2: And oh, it's it hurt. That's not good. Uh. This is completely what Thunuk would do. He would probably uh, cast a cure spell on a rat. Mm-hmm. He would do this. Um, I think it's a dumb idea, but, <laughs> but I'm Thunuk. Thunuk. If <laughs> yeah. uh, I am not Thunuk. It is what Thunuk would do. Yeah, I am not Thunuk. I just play him.
0: Um, <laughs> it's your friendly neighborhood veterinarian, Firbolg. Uh
2: So the question is, what would he cast? Uh... Healing touch, I think, is what he would use. Does he have healing touch right now? Yes he does. Let me find my card.
3: There we go. Um okay. and
0: what? Eno, you and Hugo. Give me other uh, or you know, give me a perception check.
3: Oh, that's a blah 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 blah. Um
0: <clears throat> you uh you're almost certain. Almost certain. You feel like this creeping presence behind you. And you like, you've had this before. You kind of have, given the life that that you've led, you've always had to have like eyes in the back of your head, so to speak. Um, And you, and so you do like the, the slow turn. And there's nothing behind you. But you can't shake the feeling that you're being watched. You're not sure from where. You, occasionally you're hearing like the sound of a roofing tile slide and fall off a roof. But it's from several blocks away. Or you hear the sound of a door slamming but coming from a different direction. It's one of those things where you're not, right now, you're feeling very super hyper aware of like in every little sound. It's like, oh, wait, wait, you know, one one of those, but you don't see anything. Um, so, Thunag, are you doing the healing touch?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, healing word actually, that's what it's called. Uh, and there's no touch involved because of that, I guess. Uh, and that is the best heal roll I've done in a long while. <laughs> uh, eight points. Oh, my god. Or our rat friend, and uh, you have like a buff rat. Now. You gave him too much healing. He goes, like, ah! <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You killed like him too much. <laughs> i was gonna think more along like he's like it. It grows uh, like an ex- extra couple of sizes and roids out. It's like I am now complete. I have reached my <laughs> ultimate form. <laughs> it's a little rat hair glowing. <laughs> um, and then <sighs> um, also casting. Uh, Damn you, Kakarots! Uh, speak with animals.
0: Um, it is looking a little swole right now. I will tell you that <laughs> it, it's looking a little
1: loaded with positive
0: energy. It's it's it's, it's looking like it might have yo. It, it's 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 Gaines o'clock, man. It's <laughs> it's supplements, other supplements.
2: And I, I'd like to point out, Thunuk has used three first level spell slots tonight, just in interacting with rats. Just interacting with rats. Uh, and so he's like, what happened, buddy? What, what's going on? Oh, thank God.
0: Year? Oh, thank the gods. Holy shit. You got no fucking idea. Have you seen this fucking thing?
2: Uh, I've only read about
0: that. It is fucking huge. Oh, my God. So we ran into it, and we tried to get away to come find you, but it started, well, it started fucking eating us. I have, listen, I lost, like, like 20 brothers already. There's only, like, 600 of us left. It's just... Oh, you got no fucking idea. Holy shit. I thought I was done for. Where where did you go? Uh, well, I was a little busy, you know, getting fucking eaten, but I think it went up. I think I saw a climb that it's it's going up under the fucking rooftops.
2: Oh, oh, no, it was
0: checking Uh. out. It was looking in windows. It was looking around. Like, it keeps on, like, checking houses, but it hasn't been going in. And it's been, like, trying to get away. Like, the watch guys, those fuckers have been coming around. And it just goes, like, it's been trying to hide. But for some reason, when it saw us, it was like, hey, it's the fucking buffet! And it tried to fucking eat us. And then, um, well, fucking Bruno tried to, like, eat its eyes, and that didn't really end well for him. And, well, that's some of him over there, and that's the rest of him over there. But, you know, he was kind of a dick anyway, so we don't really fucking care. But... I mean, who the fuck attacks a fucking werewolf? Look at us—we're small. The thing's fucking huge. It's fucking ow. Oh. But anyway, so yeah, I think it's been going up on the roofs, and I—I I, that's the last I saw it. But I—I I think I you—you you guys are gonna need you—you you better you gotta go get fucking more people because this ain't enough people. This is oh shit. This is uh uh, hey um, hmm. Speaking of which, what roll for initiative?
1: Oh. Speaking of which, I think that this is funny because Hugon is like probably like staring into the alley, like, "What the absolute fuck are you doing?"
0: <laughs> I, I need to, I need to write something. Hang on, where am I? Shit, I just had blank cards. It, no, that, okay, that counts. All right. So, uh, anyone get twenty to
2: twenty-five? Uh, I'm gonna say no. Don't remember where initiative is on here.
0: Uh, just it's it's your roll plus your dex bonus.
2: Oh well, in that case, I got a six.
0: Okay. Uh, anyone fifteen to twenty? No. Uh-oh. Okay. Um. Ten to fifteen. Yes. What'd you get? Twelve. Twelve. Uh. Um. <laughs> Five to ten. We got a six out of Thunek. What did you get, Hugo? Oh God! Oh no!
1: I got a three. Oh Jesus! (laughs) Oh sweet God! Rolled a natural one on initiative. Oh wow!
0: Okay. Uh, well, this actually would this you know narratively this works.
2: Initiative is is in giant letters right here in the middle of the screen. I'm like, where is it?
0: (laughs) So, the rat like points up, and scurries the fuck away from there a little faster than usual cuz you know
2: werewolf he, and his buff
0: and he, yeah he didn't skip cardio this week you know <laughs> he didn't skip cardio um but because he was able to point the werewolf out to you it is not the werewolf does not get a surprise attack so this but coming leaping snarling and slathering with these inhuman yellow eyes and matted fur and ears that are like too long and come to ragged points and claws and teeth comes hurtling down from the top of this roof at you. And uh uh Thonic he's 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 interested in you. Oh. The the biggest target that he can find.
2: I'm a lot of uh I'm a lot of meat.
0: You are a lot of meat.
2: You're uh, you're what is called a good haul. <laughs>
0: prime grade a prime meat um so he's gonna come down and the first thing and the first thing that comes down are these two uh just wicked claws uh that just seem too long for the body
2: may, may I ask a question you may ask a question I haven't been warned having been warned by my my rodent friend to I get a reaction. I'll allow it. Now, this is the first reaction I've, I've ever gotten in D&D. What can I do with a reaction?
0: Well, that depends. Do you have any skills that are triggered through a reaction? Like, so, for example, uh, if you are a rogue, mm-hmm. uncanny dodge is a reaction. So anytime that anyone attacks you, you can use that as a reaction. But you can't use it like, uh, like you can't like act like, it's not like, oh, on my turn, I do uncanny dodge. It's more like you can just use it
2: like that. I have nothing like that. I have a few bonus action thingies.
0: Uh, you have to wait till your attack of t- opportunity. Uh, Reaction. Not so much. Not so much in this case. I don't think. I don't think this. Oh wait,
2: be- no,
1: I can do that because I have a feat. Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Can I basically then uh, roll into a defensive position with my weapon between me and it?
0: You would have to wait till your turn to do that. Okay. So, sorry, but you're gonna have.
2: It's, it's, First it's, time I ever get a reaction thing. I have nothing that uses reaction. <laughs> well, can I
1: have this? You may. Can you do anything? No. Well,
0: you no. can have it, but you can do it. No.
1: Um, but I let you have it. All
2: right. So this is. Uh. Okay. So Wait, this under my under my reaction things, I have opportunity attack. But That's if. Only if... When
0: that's if they leave that's if they try if they leave your square now so okay. hugon hugon has a feat that if they enter within the range of his weapon which is 10 feet he then can attack as an opportunity because that's a feat taken based on his background but anybody if you're already engaged with someone unless they have a skill that allows them to disengage unless they have a skill that lets them do that so goblins for example Mm-mm. can disengage as a bonus action Most characters, though, most classes, you have to use disengage as an Azure action. If you don't, Mm -hmm. as you move out of their square, they get an opportunity attack. So even if they're, like, passing by, not as they enter, but as they leave. So if they're running past you, as they run past you, you can get an opportunity attack. Okay. So, but this guy's coming down on top of you from the roof. And there's, like, some of the roof tiles are falling, you know, as it, like, jumps off and dust. And it's going to do... It gets uh, two claw attacks.
2: And I'm assuming none of these things count as uh, any form of elemental attack, like acid culture. No, they do not. <laughs> uh, that is the one reaction thing I had. It's dampen elements. Um, I have to remember that one.
0: So does a 15 hit?
2: Uh, no.
0: Okay. The second claw attack. Uh, does...
2: You need at least a 16. Well
0: how does it 20 or, wait, how, how does it 20,
2: 20 how does a 20 work for you it well it beats my ac by four
0: okay so we'll do the claw attacks first here that is going uh, to be... hang on
3: uh, as a reaction uh, uh he, he sees the <laughs> werewolf like about to hit mm-hmm. thunuk and he says don't you need a license to be that ugly and i'm gonna subtract eight from your uh damage roll eight <laughs> yeah i just rolled an eight on an eight sided die what what does that do? What, like what what are you doing? It's cutting words. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. So before I know the result of his damage roll, I can I can expend a use of bardic inspiration. I could subtract.
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
3: A D eight from his damage roll.
0: Don't you need a license?
3: I like. Don't, don't you need a license to be that ugly? Okay, so this is gonna They're subtract. This is
0: gonna subtract five from one of these claw attacks here. Uh,
3: so what happens if it completely negates it? Is that possible? I think it can, because it, it's... So it says, as a reaction when a creature that's not immune from being charmed, you can see, within 60 feet, makes an attack roll, ability check, or damage roll. Uh, you can expend one use of Bargain inspiration, roll the die, and subtract the number from the creature's roll. Well, uh... After, he... uh after the roll, but before knowing the result.
0: Well, basically, he uh, healed you for one point. <laughs> he didn't actually heal you for <laughs> one point. <laughs> okay. Um, but now... So it 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 goes in for these claw attacks, and Eno uh distracts it by with its with his cunning, cunning cutting, cutting, cutting words, cutting words. Cutting cunning cunning and cutting words, cutting
3: cutting cutting. Um,
1: you hurt, you, you hurt. It's feeling so bad that the claw attack turned into sort of like a friendly shoulder pat. Like I'm really sorry. I'm sorry, dude.
3: <laughs> sorry, I,
2: I, I'm the one who's hurt. Please,
0: please. <laughs> you have no idea how much that hurts. I just. <sighs> Uh, no, so he's he like, he, like, looks over at you as he's swiping, you know, and, like, misses. But then he, like, quick turns back, Thunuk, and he tries to do a bite. Oh. Mm. Like a bite. And he misses. Oh. Uh, so, so as he's coming around, the jaws, these slathering jaws just... Icker just pouring out from the mouth. Just he comes around and he goes for this bite, but you're able to quickly, like, just kind of get it out of the way. Um,
3: Eno... It is your turn. All right, uh, I am going to. Um, I'm going to uh, say, uh, you know, I've I've seen people like you before, but I had to pay admission. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to.
0: Uh, I love how these are all like middle... like playground insults.
3: <laughs> yeah, and this is this is vicious mockery. Okay. Uh, so, uh, it is a wisdom 15 uh, DC saving throw. Uh, so, you, you roll a, a saving throw. DC 15, it's a wisdom saving throw. Uh, um, okay, so what am I trying to hit here? It's a wisdom saving it's throw. It's wisdom saving throw, and the DC is 15. That's a jack die. No, he fails. Okay. Miserable. So, that's... So that's going to be uh, 2d4 psychic damage. Okay. So that's a 3 and a 4. So that's 7 psychic damage. And he has disadvantage, or it has disadvantage on its next attack roll it makes before the end of his sixth turn. Okay. So I'm sorry, how, what was the damage on that? You said 7? Uh, seven, 7 psychic damage. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Uh, minus, I can't do math. Brian, do math. Brian, do math. Watch uh,
2: Brian do math. Oh my god!
0: Brian, don't do watch that. Don't watch that.
3: Okay. Okay. Um. All right. So his disadvantage on uh, attack roll. It's so, like the ears are now like
0: back against its against the back of its head. You know, the ears are like slicking back now, and its eye, its gaze is firmly locked on you. we Eno. <laughs>
2: uh, it's all right.
0: Thunok, it is mm-hmm. your turn.
2: Is it still on top of me?
0: uh it's like yeah it's it's with it it's on you it hasn't moved yet um but it is you can see it's 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 looking so at,
2: wait it's on top of me or
0: no like, no it landed like, like it no no it didn't like tackle you to the ground it was like as okay. it came down you were able to get enough out of the way because you had that warning and then it tried to attack you it didn't hit with anything Eno said some mean things to it and it's, and it's kind it's
2: of facing it's facing away from me uh not 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 looking at this as like a functional for like thing but i'm i just have have a dumb idea that i I suddenly thought about that i want to try well you know what
0: i endorse dumb ideas here so let's go ahead and say yes that it is looking it's not necessarily like facing away but it's like it's it's kind of like it did one of these like it was attacking you and like you know like one of those where it's like Mm. you know i was thinking full nelson time you can certainly try grapple Go for you to try a grapple. I have no idea how to do a grapple, I so don't have... it's a contested strength. Oh, good it's luck on that one,
2: buddy.
1: Strength or athletics, if I recall. Um, I don't remember. The grappling rules have always been very arcane.
2: Well, I have DD Beyond, so let me ask DD Beyond.
1: D Beyond, how do I grapple? You don't. <laughs> how dare you? Alexa, you don't have
2: that. Piece. Alexa,
0: how do I do a grapple in Dungeons and Dragons?
2: Let's see, a grapple. When you want to grab a creature or wrestle it, you can use the attack action to make a special melee attack, a grapple. If you're able to make multiple attacks with the attack action, this attack replaces one of them. The target of your grapple must be no more than one size larger than you. It must be within your reach. Using at least one free hand, you try to seize the target, making a, gra- making a grapple check instead of an attack roll. A strength athletics check contested by the target's of strength athletics or dexterity, dexterity acrobatics. Mm-hmm. Check the target, uh, check. Uh, the target chooses the ability, blah, blah, blah. You succeed automatically if the target is incapacitated. If you succeed, you subject the target to the grappled condition. The condition specifies, thing, uh, specifies the things that end it, and you can release the target whenever you like.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. All right.
0: So it's contested strength athletics check.
2: Okay. All right, so here on. we go. Please don't be horrible.
1: You rolled a one, didn't you?
2: No, uh, twenty two. Uh, you, it it is grappled. Okay. Um. Now here's why it's dumb. The follow up requires another action, which I don't have. Well, you'll have another turn,
0: maybe. All right. So, but at, at this, so you had, you full Nelson, this thing, as it's turned away, you're wah, and just, and, and, and tie, and you have this thing tied up now.
2: Okay. Uh, bonus action. Okay. Uh, spiritual weapon at at fourth level. Oh dear. Um, I, I am, have grappled it. I'm Mm -hmm. laying on the ground, uh, or we're standing up or whatever, Mm -hmm. and it's going to get the old, uh, nature's fury to the gut. Oh God. Um,
1: yeah,
0: is there a, is righteous. there a, is there a save involved with this?
2: Uh, let us read the text. Let I us. create a floating spectral weapon within range that lasts for the duration or until I cast a spell again. When I cast a spell, I make a melee spell attack against a creature. Mm, okay. On a hit, it takes one d eight damage plus spellcasting modifier plus uh, plus a d eight for every level after a, above. Oh, Jesus so, Christ. It's going to take 3d8 plus 4. Okay. So, okay, uh, so, I,
0: so let's do the melee
2: attack first. I, 22 again. Woohoo! Nice. That's 2-8. No, wait, hold on. My attack roll for... Spell attack. Oh, yeah, 22. Spell modifier is 4. Okay. Uh, no. No. Nope. Come on. Yes? Go away. Go away, Maybe. screen. No. That was more. That's 25.
0: Okay. Well, either way... <laughs> That is a hit. And what is it? What is the form of this of your of your spiritual weapon taking in this fine summer's evening?
2: Oh, it's nice and summery, is it? It is. This is a very. This is the traditional log that has grown around a of rock, but the rock is now covered in lush moss, and there are flowers, uh, flowery vines coming off the, coming up towards the log, hmm. towards the rock, um, uh, in full bloom. So that. As it swings through the air, going going straight forward, there's like sparkly, like pollen flying. (laughs) Um, Oh no! I'm sorry, it's not three D eight. It's two D eight. Okay. Still, still plus four. So Uh, nine.
0: Okay. All right, and now. Tis, or is there anything else you want to do on your turn? Any movement? Oh, no, no. You have got it grappled, no, I, so you're probably stuck. I there. got it grappled, yeah. Yeah. Hugan. Uh,
1: okay, so this is a unique opportunity. <laughs> this creature is grappled. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for me trying to hit it?
0: You would have advantage on the attack roll.
1: Okay.
2: It is incapacitated. Is oh, wait, that... no. It's an automatic success if it was incapacitated uh it is a grapple creature speed becomes zero can't benefit from any bonus to its speed condition ends with grapples incapacity all right never mind okay so i'm going to this is neat this is fun
1: i don't know how successful thunuk is going to continue to be with this and it was an extremely ballsy move so i think we need to take the the take as much opportunity to make this work for us as we can Mm -hmm. so
0: yeah. I like that. I like the cut of his jib, son. I'm gonna try to, I like your initiative.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna try to attack it four times.
0: Oh Jesus Christ! Okay.
1: Now, so, and I have advantage, right? According okay. to Brian,
0: you do have
2: advantage. Okay. On all. Oh, actually, wolves?
1: it'll be five times. It'll be one attack, and then my bonus action attack from my polearm. Mm-hmm. Then a second attack, and then I will action surge and attack it two more
2: times. Okay. Okay. When did I get Dominate Beast? Oh, Jesus Christ.
1: I have a 26 for the first attack.
2: That would hit. I'm just
1: going to roll all these, Brian. Yeah, that makes more sense. (laughs) For the uh, blunt attack, I have a uh,
0: 22. Uh, Okay. Now, the blunt attack, because because that (laughs) item is not magic or silvered, uh, from the blunt end, it wouldn't actually. It would. Uh, it would, it
1: would be, be subject to the damage reduction. It's immune to that. Okay, well then, fine. We'll yeah. just pretend that like it was cool looking. You hit the it. Related- you hit it,
0: but it was more like a. What?
1: <laughs> Force
2: of habit sort of thing, probably. Yeah,
1: it's just an automatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: that's fine. Yeah, for um, cinematically, so, cinematically, yeah. it makes sense.
1: Third attack. Is a god. This advantage is saving my life. Um, is a. Twenty-five. Okay. And then action surge. Uh, And I will now roll my other two. That is a 24. That would hit. And lastly, a 21. That would all hit. Okay. All right. So I don't roll the D4 because it's immune. Mm Mm-hmm. So here's the. uh, Actually, I have enough D10s that I can almost do this all at once.
3: What's it immune to?
1: Non-silver, non-magical.
3: Yeah. Oh, I got you.
1: So here's the first 4D10. And because I have great weapon mastery, if it's a 1 or a 2, I can re-roll it, but I have to take the second result. Mm -hmm. So. 46 total damage. Jesus Christ. 46? Half of that comes from having uh, plus two to damage on that halberd, because it's a nice halberd.
0: It is a nice halberd.
1: So, four attacks at plus five damage is 20. And then I rolled uh, 22 on the die. Alrighty. Over the course of five attacks. It's not all at once. I don't know if that matters, but...
0: That's a that's a lot of damage. So you're able to just to sit there and basically poke 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 poke. poke. Oh, know, it's just,
1: just like whack whack
0: whack. You're just stab, going you're just going ham on this thing.
1: Really um, getting a feel for the halberd. Just be like, you know, hold him there. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. <laughs> just just ooh, it feels good.
0: So now the werewolf is going to uh make an attempt to break this grapple. Cuz okay. it's it's not it's not a happy werewolf right now. I mean, it wasn't like in the best of moods before. But now it's not now it's really unhappy. So it's gonna use uh, it's gonna to try to break this
3: grapple.
2: Okay? So it's contested Con- athletics.
0: Contested athletics.
3: Doing this right. So I, so Eno sees it's starting to struggle and he goes, uh, nope, you're still super ugly. <laughs>
1: and, uh, <laughs> I love that you can just do that whenever you
3: want. It's fucking amazing. And I got a three this time, so you subtract three from his uh, check.
0: All right. So what was the? uh, What did you get there? I got a twenty-one. Uh, he does not have a twenty-one, so he is he is still grappled, but he's going to make another attempt at it because he gets a few different attacks here. Okay. Yeah. So he's gonna. So you got to contest this again. (laughs) twenty-three. Nope, that's not it. And he's going to contest it one more time. He's using his third and final attack.
2: 21 again. oh roll like
1: a god, Damn. bro.
2: Yeah. Uh, this We're is rolling pretty good today. This is uh, for my second set of dice that I ever bought, and it usually rolls like garbage. But <laughs> today, I don't
0: understand. Uh, so it's struggling and snarling and... <laughs> rah, you know, like just getting like all... Thrashing about, but Flinok, you're able to sit there. You've got this thing yoked up, and it's just it's thrashing about, and you're relatively easily holding this thing, holding it in place. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's it's definitely you're 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 a big boy. You're our, our big our big uh, capybara guy, not big chupacabra boy. That's something else entirely. No, that, that's
2: yeah. That, as if he gets bit by this werewolf, he's going to be. Big capybara and full moon nights. Big big chupacabra,
0: <laughs> capybara we'll chupacabra. Brains,
1: It'll be fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be horrifying. Uh, 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 it would be a problem. A
3: werewolf mm-hmm. fearbog. oof. Um. Uh, Eno. So uh, Eno has his has his shiny uh, borrowed sword in mm-hmm. one hand, and he has his uh his old notch, sh- not very shiny rapier. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's two rapiers um, and he sees his opportunity. He doesn't, he doesn't normally like he knows how to use them, but he doesn't normally do it. So he's going to d- give it a, sh- give it a shot. So that's uh, does a f- 20 total 20 hit? Yes. Total uh, okay. twenty does in fact. All hit. right, so that's the that's the regular rapier and mm-hmm. uh, oh, you're dual wielding. Yeah, I, I have two weapon fighters. Oh well, so the right cool your,
0: your regular rapier though isn't silvered or magical. craft
3: yeah, it's gonna be halved, right? He's immune to that. Oh, he's completely immune to it. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Eno doesn't know. Yeah. So, so he
0: stabs and it basically yeah. does it does that thing where like with the with the fencing foil where it hits and it just
3: bends. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like. And he puts that, he kind of puts out back, and uh, he's like, alright, try this new one. Oh, shit, 20. Bump, like, Nat, nat, nat 20? Yeah, Nat 20. Oh, oh, no! Bump, 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 bump. My second uh, 20 of the night, holy shit. Your second bump. Alright, All right, so that's, uh, that's gonna be 8 plus 4. Ooh, 6, that's not bad. So that's uh 10. 10, ten okay. damage. All yeah. right.
0: Okay. Uh anything else you want to do on that turn? As if you yeah. haven't
3: done enough already? He is going to step uh back <laughs> about, mm-hmm. about fifteen feet away. So he's gonna kinda take take a few steps back. Mm-hmm. Um I'm assuming there's the room behind me to, to back away. Uh, since, yeah. Since yeah. he's grappled the... Yeah, you're in
0: this alley and there's probably about uh 10, 15 feet Okay. Yeah, I just texted you. Um, yeah, they, uh, there's, there's, uh, there's enough room to move around. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So he backs off. Okay. Um, uh, Thunik.
2: All right. So here's where the cool stuff comes in. First, we're going to do the bonus action. (laughs) Um, and that is a spell melee attack. That's a 23. So does twenty three? I think we said twenty
0: three hits. Or those hit yes. Uh, twenty
2: three does hit. Yes. Okay. So he gets two d
0: eight plus four. That's eight points. Eight points of damage.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So wait, I'm sorry. What was this again? I'm sorry. i I'm...
2: This is the uh, holy weapon, uh, not the holy weapon.
0: Oh, we oh, the spiritual weapon. Okay. Spiritual weapon. Yeah. So that does eight points. So uh, that minus eight. Uh, uh, hmm. God damn it, Brian! Do math i am having a hard time this is this is what happens when i get sleep deprived i'm ter- okay there
2: no what, what minus eight
0: there we go okay that's that's the correct number okay there we go
2: all right now here's what it gets interesting mm-hmm. <clears throat> um at third level spirit guardians oh god you're pulling yeah. out the all the stops on this guy <laughs> i love it <laughs> It's a scary-ass thing, and it, it, it makes more of itself, and it hurts people. It's not good. It's bad. I mean, listen,
1: I applaud this decision-making process.
2: The four do not like werewolves. They do not like these things that are un- that are a perversion of nature. So, he's got to go. Um, Do I even roll attack on this? Spiritual
0: no. Guardians? No, it's a save, if I remember.
2: It's a save. Save, right. or, save or receive ass-whooping.
0: And I think it's on their turn, correct?
2: Yes. Uh, but it's going to be—he's going to be getting three D eight. I think it's just hard three D eight. There's no plus bonus to this.
0: Okay, so when it rolls around to his turn again, we'll do the—we do the save. Uh, an
2: yeah, affected creature space. Uh, fail save. Wait, when does it—is it their turn?
0: I thought it was at the start of their turn if they—if they're—if they're still in the affected area.
2: Yes. Uh, when the, that's when they enter it, though, um, or if they in...
0: yeah, but I think it's on. I think it's on. The... <laughs> so
2: just sort of walk
1: him into it. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, you stand here. <laughs> so, uh, wait. Well...
0: No, it's more like it's it's like Phil like pushing his head into like a running bench grinder. You know. <laughs> oh God! Punisher um... style. Okay, spiritual spirit guardians. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, it says any number you... of creatures that are affected by Affected creatures have an area when the creatures. All right, so when a creature enters the area for the first time on a start or for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it must make a wisdom saving
2: throw. Starts a turn there. Okay, yes.
0: So it'll be so it's you activate it and then it will be at the start of his turn that we determine how much, if any, damage. So I think mm-hmm. It's like even if he fails, it gets it's uh yeah it's halved, yeah right, yep, yeah okay. Okay, so still you're you're gripping this you're you're gripping this 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 uh this abomination up, and mm-hmm. it's just you know it's it's thrashing about and snarling and snapping and try to get away and you just calmly say your prayer,
2: yep he it just starts praying he just starts praying to the four, and these these little windows into various seasons start. Manifesting and spinning around him.
0: Hmm. Um. So as you do this, though, um, you feel a little, uh, little scratch, a little scritch on your shoulder. Hmm. And it's the rat. Oh. Uh, that you just spoke to your school buddy. Oh. And he goes, "A hey, uh. I uh. I don't know how to tell you this." That ain't the wolf that attacked us. Uh yes.
2: Yes. Yes. Uh That
0: that ain't that ain't him. That's that's a that's something different. There is a different Uh, similar looks similar. But this guy is not the one. There's more? Yeah, not this guy I I I didn't know uh but I'm looking at him and it's not this guy it's the other guy
2: there's an, and this entire time of course it's we're. this is uh in speak with animals so it's yeah. all squeaks He's like, yeah and this so, is
0: this is this is the other guy
2: uh sonic starts speaking to the to you guys but in a more fr- in a sort of frantic tone uh, but it, it squeaks and speaks at the same time. Um, at most, you're getting like you're getting the idea that there's this, there's something horrible going on.
1: No, that's fair. Uh, Hugon <laughs> will ignore it because he thinks that you're being ridiculous again, <laughs> and does not really have the time or patience because he has a werewolf to kill. <laughs> um, well,
0: speaking of which, it is Hugon's turn. So let us let, a, let Hugon,
1: us. Yeah. Uh, well, the creature is still grappled. The creature is still grappled. All right, so I'm I'm only going to be able to do my normal two attacks.
0: Oh, oh no! <laughs> That's such Drat. a shame. Drat!
1: <laughs> Blast and damn, I only get two curses. So, uh, advantage. Oh, that is a seventeen.
0: A seventeen would hit, yes.
1: second attack, also a 17. Ooh, that is two hits, then. I think he may have, like, pulled something in his shoulder <laughs> doing those five, like, um, oh. you know, a little, little lower roll, maybe calm down, I'm not a young man anymore.
0: <laughs> so. With these multi-attacks every round, not everyone could do that anymore.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus, God. Okay, uh, that is 25 total. Ooh.
0: Okay. Uh, this this werewolf is not looking good. Cause he's been sitting there and and Hugon and Eno, you guys have been taking turns basically sticking pointy things into it. Mm.
1: trying just... different forms on it, like really yeah. testing the balance of this weapon. It's
0: it's it's snarling, it's it's you know, like like straining. You can see mm-hmm. like in between, like it's manky fur, because it's not like furry like uh like a thick pelt, like a normal dog, right? This is like, stringier at first. So you can see the gray skin underneath. And you can see, like, the veins bulging and the tendons in the neck straining as it's trying to break free and get through to you. And uh, it's not looking good. Blood pouring out of the various holes that you've put into it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's starting to, some of the saliva is getting all frothy, and it, too, is starting to turn a little pink from, from the foam. Um, but that is when you hear... A snarling from behind you, Hugon.
1: Yes. Hugon is like, okay. He's excited. He turns mm-hmm. around and goes, come to join us?
0: <laughs>
1: now, um,
0: what is the range? Ah, okay. So what is the DC that, because uh, this werewolf is now entering into your realm of spirit guardians... Oh ac- uh so we do have to take that into account because he is Wisdom he is, fifteen. Wisdom
2: fifteen. Let's
0: try that again. Fifteen on the nose. Oh dang. Okay. So it takes half damage on that. Okay. Uh p- 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 seven t- rounding up or down? Uh in damage you round down.
2: Okay, so eight. eight.
0: Okay. So but uh Hugon, it, it it's trying to it, it has some it has some opinions it wants to share with you, but it feels the best way to just, to to uh, express those opinions are in a physical manner.
1: Cool. All right. So, well so, if he approaches me, I do get to attack him. You do
0: get to attack him.
1: Uh I believe a ten in this case does not
0: hit. A ten does not hit. So you spin around to face it and try to do like a thrusting maneuver and it bats your halberd aside and lunges in.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and it's going to go for some claws. It wants to, it wants to give you a tender caress.
2: Sounds romantic.
3: It, it, it is. It is incredibly romantic. Um, Oh, another ugly one. Come to join the fray uh i'm going to subtract a d8 from that attack roll i love that, you that. i love that so much minus four to your attack
0: roll minus uh minus four to the attack roll well that's mm-hmm. still uh that's still a 19 Ooh. does that hit uh,
1: hang on i need to check uh
0: now we no. knew your character from the from the last game we played that would not have hit
1: it would not have. You are ab- absolutely correct. Because he was, he uh, was. But a- his AC is an eighteen. So, if ah. a,
0: so if that go uh, not in play here. Uh, so that's claw number one. Claw number two does not hit. That that is definitely not a hit. A sixteen does not hit. Uh, so he is going to do uh, for his claw attacks here. Uh, where's my die? Okay. Uh, He does uh, six damage with that.
1: Okay.
0: So he claws in there for six damage, but then he uh, he goes in for uh, he would like to taste you, and he oh. and he even says that as he's like clawing on, like he claws you and he like he buries these claws in you and he gets real close into your face and like his like snout is like right on the mask and like the 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 stench from his breath is is you know able to get through and you're see and like. Little bits of, like, um, uh, the condensation on the mask is forming from his hot breath. And he just goes, I want to taste you. They can talk?
1: That'll be 20 gold. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, 21. Okay. Uh, so let's do the damage first. Which is uh, these guys here. So four, three, seven, eight, nine points of damage as he sinks his teeth in, but you feel the saliva like burning as it enters your bloodstream. Mm-hmm. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw.
1: Fortunately I have advantage, thanks to Eno.
0: Yes.
3: Well it's the Constitution checks. Oh. Is that count? No, this is a con save. Save. And yeah, I
0: don't,
1: think and I have, don't advantage. have advantage. But I rolled a natural nineteen.
0: No, oh! so, so that oh. is a twenty-five. So you feel, and but you feel like you kind of like are able to shrug off the point, the 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 feel of the poison start as it starts to course through your, course through your veins, um, but he now knows that you are you are indeed a tasty treat, um, well. so uh we're back up to werewolf number one, uh the grappled werewolf the grappled, who's he must now save. <laughs> who is now going to attempt to uh, contest his current captivity.
1: Well, he has to save first.
0: Oh, that's right. He has to do the save. Uh, he does an 18, so I think that would probably uh, account for that. So he's going to do half damage. What do we get?
2: Uh, It's 14, 7.
0: 7. Okay. Um, so now he's going to do some attempts to get out of your so far uh, Unbreakable Grip.
2: It's like... I like to think of it as a tender embrace. Because technically, Sonic isn't really being ultra-violent. He's either. just
0: hugging him. It's, it's yes. just the biggest bear hug you could imagine.
2: I just want to uh, love you! And he has to beat a dirty 20.
0: Well, he just rolled a nat 20.
2: Oh, dang.
0: So he's able to, like, break it out, and he's able to swipe back with just one of his claws. Where he does... Uh, a dirty twenty. I hit. Okay. For uh seven damage.
2: Well, there goes all my temp hit points.
0: <laughs> oh, so you mean we're only down into your normal hit points now? Yes. Oh. No. <laughs> um and now now we're now he's gonna come in for his bite. He's gonna attempt to he's gonna try to take a chunk out of it. He would like to know what fearbog tastes like. I wish to taste your flesh. Uh,
2: 21. Uh, uh, so we'll
0: do damage first.
2: Okay.
0: Which is... Three... Four, five points of damage. But you too, as he sinks his teeth in, and, and you feel uh, this uh, pestilence start entering into your arm, where he takes where he's gotten his bite there. And you need to make a con saving throw
2: i get a bonus to that don't i do you yes
0: do you barred friend ah no that's Uh, no that was from uh that's yeah it's a check doesn't work it's a con check oh it's a check
2: oh
3: yeah not a con save we did it wrong once we uh you know probably shouldn't do it wrong again uh 17
0: yes you're able to. You're natural. You've you've probably spent a lifetime achieving a natural immunity to certain toxins in nature, and you, so you feel like, man, this is it's gonna leave a mark. Might need to put some of your poultices in there, but you're not too concerned
3: at the moment. Uh, Eno. Eno centers himself and looks at the one that just broke free of the grapple and uh, starts whispering a discordant melody uh, towards it. Says like just almost like chalkboard scratching. Uh, uh, yeah, at, at that thing. Uh, physically wisdom's...
0: physically it's the it's like when you have a pen, one of those clicker pens, but you try to write with it when the pen's not out.
3: Yeah. So this is a uh a DC 15 wisdom saving throw Ooh. that this creature has to make, okay? It does not. All right, it's going to take are werewolf's undead. That's no. going to be 20 points of damage. Oh, damn. Holy, damn. Holy yeah. shit. That's uh that was uh cast Dissonant Whispers at the third level. Oh my god. That's Gross. 5d6. And uh is it is it still alive? Barely. Okay. Um it like So, so as this
0: happens, the ears just go flat against its head and it's just kind of and like you know, it's and you can just see it is like it is involuntarily
3: like convulsing from the sound of this entering into its brain pan. Yeah, this is psychic damage, and uh, it immediately has to use a reaction if available to move as far away uh, as its speed allows away from me. Uh, it starts running
0: down the alley. It gets on like on all fours and just gallops uh, yeah. the
1: full. Let's see how far go? It, it leaves my threatened square.
0: <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it can move forty feet. Uh, so, so uh, okay, so does that mean you get your attack of opportunity? Oh, yeah, you do. That means, oh, wait, so that means that all three of you get an attack of opportunity on this as it tries to skedaddle out of the way here because you guys are kind of tightly. We're fighting
1: there. in a broom closet with yeah. two werewolves,
3: essentially.
0: <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, everybody gets an attack of opportunity here.
1: Everybody, please roll their d20s.
3: That's nice.
1: Uh-huh. Ooh,
0: uh
3: huh. Yeah.
1: That's a tasty twenty-two on my end. Okay,
2: twenty-five and
1: <laughs> and funnic. Uh,
2: I believe this is going to be my lowest roll yet of the evening. Uh, so what? Like a fifteen? Well, I was an eight. <laughs> I just have to find what my modifier is for. Uh, quarterstaff attack plus seven. So 15. remember to add two to oh. that. Oh, seventeen.
0: You hit. You all hit. I did um, eight damage. Eight damage. Everyone roll damage on this.
1: Ten damage. Okay. d8 plus two i think we said mm-hmm. oh it's yeah, your d8 D- plus your strength d8. plus two more yeah because of the weapon
0: yes because of the okay. weapon
2: nine
0: all right so you guys took this down to about minus 15 nice um how do you want to do this
2: was God. this the new one
0: or the old one
1: this is the old vampire the one, this is the we one were that fighting. Just broke your grapple. Okay.
0: The one yeah. that broke your grapple. So please everyone describe to me because you have an option you have the ability to do like a team attack here like a like a a team ultimate right here.
1: I think what happens first is Hugon just doesn't even take his eyes off the one in front of him now. He just backswings swings with the hooked end of the halberd to trip mm-hmm. it and just sort of like let that happen and then return his attention to this.
0: Okay. So yeah, so at, you just have this sense your battle sense around you and so you basically and you sweep around and you're able to knock its feet out from underneath it's severing a tendon and it basically yeah you, you, you hamstring it and it just goes down hard onto its hip and it's still like trying to hold itself up it's massive lanky form still trying to attack and still trying to hold on to the last little bit of life that it has um uh you know and funic how do you want to finish this
3: I, I take old 1945 and I stab it into the ch- in the chest. I try and I try and stab it sort of like in its front region, mm-hmm. as close to the chest as I can. The sword slips
0: between the ribs as if there is no resistance whatsoever. It is like watching them. The sensation. It is the sensation of watching them take the heated. Um, the heated cheese, the half minute of cheese, and just swipe off the cheese onto the potatoes, mm. that's like just slides in as if there is nothing there. Like a hot knife through silk. Nice. And then thunic. You see this now. So tripped, Eno does Do his, Does his rapasse, if that's a thing. It sounds like it would be a fencing term.
1: R I P O S T E yeah.
0: Riposte, Yeah. Don't <laughs> don't say it like that.
2: Don't say it like that. <laughs> Rapasti. Rapasta. I mean, stop it! It's delicious and violent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh uh, uh, initial reaction was he was going to stop this thing from running Mm -hmm. uh, and clothesline it with his uh, his new fancy stick. Oh shit! Okay, so 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 he gets it like square in the throat as as it's like falling, It, it like
0: so it falls. And then it falls, it stops short onto Eno's sword, basically. So as Eno is, like, stabbing, it comes forward and, Eno, you're up to the hilt on this thing. And the sword's protr- pr- uh, protruding out the back. And, Thonic, I think you're expecting way more resistance. And you knock this thing and the throat just crushes and the head like, collapses on top. Completely lifeless. The ghost has left the machine. Oh, <laughs> and it slumps into a pile of meat. Um... The uh, the other werewolf, seeing this, uh, attempts to di- uh, disengages.
1: Ah, well, we can't have that.
0: Yes, it disengages. Um, so it uses uh, it 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 does that too, so that way you can't, mm-hmm. um, you know, get your attack of opportunity here, and it very quickly disappears up into the rooftops and sprints away into the night. And. Yeah. Its black fur blending in with the, with the with the shade the sh- uh, the shadows and shade of the evening, and quickly disappears from sight. And as you uh, are watching this thing disappear, moving at inhuman speeds, which is not atypical of a werewolf, um, you hear a very distant howl, an, inhu- an inhuman howl, in, in, from a distance. Um, you hear several others, ri- several other howls rise in response, at distances all over the wood. and when you look down, to the corpse of the uh, werewolf you had just slain. Uh, it is reverted back to its human form, as is as is typical, of of when this happens, and you see in front of you the body. Of the former, uh, member of the uh, the former member. Of the watch, Ellaborn, the one you had rescued, the one that had wandered into t- uh, the the one that you had. Um...
1: Oh, that guy!
0: Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Uh, that that one one of the surviving watch members. Uh, oh. Uh, that had come back. That had been uh, brought back into town and was uh, quite beat up. Uh, you find his lifeless corpse lying in front of you.
1: Pretty fucked clothes, up clothes, too.
0: Clothes, 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 shredded. P- uh, marks all over from where the different stabby wounds had gone. Um, but his head almost detached from his body. There's like, there's not even meat there. Like it, the, the bone was completely pulverized by Thunix's attack, and uh, the meat itself was actually very well tenderized.
3: So the head's not sitting on the shoulders quite the, the quite the right way. You know, looks down at his rapier and he says, "We might need to borrow these for more than a night."
1: And like Hugo, in a moment of like kind of like he's frustrated that it got away, but be- not because like he didn't kill it, but because the fight didn't last longer.
2: Uh, <laughs> like,
1: yeah, I think we can arrange something with, uh, Hollander because, uh, we're hunting that son of a bitch down.
2: Uh, 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 th- that's not a knoll. Um, uh, I don't think those things in the forest that we were talking about earlier are knolls. Um, I don't think the kids saw gnolls. I think they saw werewolves.
1: Well, good. That's even better.
2: Yeah. It's you killed one knoll,
1: you killed them all. Werewolves are a bit different.
0: <laughs> and on that note...
2: Because you see, you got to try not to get hit. <laughs> <laughs> and on
0: that note, that is where we will end this week's game. Um. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. Hugon's cracking his knuckles. All right. <laughs> it's party time. Let's go. Um, uh, excellent. So, we're going to take the briefest of breaks once again, come back with Table Talk for just a little bit. Um, we will get Clues' uh, opinions about the game uh, that we played here. We will get her complete and total uh, breakdown of the action here. And then, when she's done talking, we'll talk about our favorite moments of the game. Actually, Clues is not here. So, we, that, that part. Oh, I happen. thought I was oh, like, man. I didn't
1: see the, I, I that. I was me. like, I thought she, you know, I didn't realize she was in chat, but she's not here.
0: No, she is not here. Um, Okay. So we're going to go uh, take a brief break and we will be Burb. Got him.